we are live. Hey, concrete. What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy Monday, honey. What's going on? Yes, happy Monday. Um, not a whole lot, a whole lot of um what's going on? Um, not a whole lot. I had a pretty decent weekend. I chilled all day yesterday, cooked the the Mr. Um, some Sunday dinner, and um, we really just had a very chill day. I'm trying to think that I did anything other than that. No, clean and cooking and just kind of sat up and chatted a bit and, you know, just had some quality time with him. And then Saturday went out with my daughters, not out, but, you know, out for dinner um, with my daughters. Um and yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. It was kind of chill, but no complaints at all whatsoever. Um, looking forward to having a productive week. For some reason, I'm in a good mood. I can't really explain it, but that's a good thing. Okay. Um, how about you? What's going on with your mamas? Uh, did a juice cleanse this weekend. So okay. we hooking it up. I'm trying to shed a few pounds to you know, oh, girl, um, yeah. We, uh, my whole house is on a diet. I had um, a salad when I went out to eat and didn't even finish. What? Yes, girl. Like, um, we've been doing good. And oh, my gosh. So my husband was the one who wanted to do it, which I don't want him to lose no weight. <laughs> I don't want him to lose any weight, but he want to lose a little, a little, little, little something, something. So I'm like, OK, let's do it. So we've been doing really, really good. Um, it just means that I have to cook a lot more like mo most of our meals just to ensure that we're eating, you know, nutritious meals. So, yeah, girl, we're doing our little keto thing. OK, OK. Hey, yeah. Mr. Carlin, how you doing? honey? But how was the juice cleanse? How did that work it's out? Terrible. Ciao. Oh, so that first day was horrible so like that first day i think i ended up eating like a chicken wing or something i don't know child we didn't make it mm -hmm. and so that first day we ended it early and we said i was like why would we start this at the beginning of the weekend you know what i'm right, saying right right like that's something that you do yeah. on like a sunday monday you know what yeah, i'm saying monday, the beginning of a work week or something child. girl uh so that that first day was horrible because i was i was i think i cried for about an hour and a half just whining oh and <laughs> i think he just got sick of it like god damn okay um so we ended up doing it sunday and monday today and we just ended it so um Okay. Yeah, that first day was a beast. So have you had your first meal yet after your cleanse? Girl, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Girl, no, listen, I already know. That. I'll be here trying I to hurry up and run to the starving. kitchen. Watching like, the clock, like, okay, it's six o'clock. I can I can eat now finally. Girl, it was yeah. the worst. Like the first mm -hmm. day today wasn't that bad at all, though. Like yeah. today, I was just kind of like la 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 la. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can do like my husband does cleanses every couple weeks. Like he it lives by that because he's like, you got to clean out your organs. That's what keeps you healthy and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you go ahead. 
I cannot, girl. <laughs> the crazy thing is, I was the one who suggested it, oh, and I was child. like, "Why the hell did you suggest this?" Dish? I would never. I like, would never. Again, never again. <laughs> Listen, I was like, "That was stupid." Yeah, <laughs> as no. much as I like to eat, and you know, yeah. But at least, like, if you do it when you do it every once in a while, like, do it during the work week. Like, at least half your day you spending working and stuff, and you know, like, it probably makes it a bit easier. Uh-oh, MGTOW University, he's starting a water fast tomorrow, a three-day water fast. Okay. Oh, so you could be skinny for uh for Guadalupe. Listen, <laughs> but he, look, if, now the thing is, MGTOW Universe, just like Danny was encouraging you about Miss Brenda, you probably could have encouraged Miss Brenda to go on a water fast with you. Thanks. You never know how you would have been able to impact her. Him and Miss Brenda would have been on a water fast. Miss Brenda's waist would have cinched in a little oh, bit. Um, and you know what a cinch waist do. Mm-hmm. And soon after, she was going to fry him up some bird. Listen, fry him some bird and rub <laughs> on his uh ball spots and everything. <laughs> like, look. But no, he want to take it to Maria in Colombia. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Listen, I already <sighs> know. Already mm. know. But what's good, girl? It's I feel like so much happens. So much because so. we have, we we are like it's four or five days before we have another show. I'll be like, oh, I can't even keep up. There's so much stuff that happens. So what's good? What tea you got, girl? Kevin Samuels, yeah, did not die of a coke overdose mm -hmm. while being messed with in the butt. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of y'all still feeling some type of way. Good. I'm mm -hmm. glad that the toxicology report came back mm -hmm. and it wasn't anything found in his system. Now, now that being said, like I still, I still am on some conspiracy type of stuff, mm -hmm. but, um, the fact that he, his toxicology report wasn't released with drugs and they saying that he died from an overdose and all of that stuff. I was kind of relieved about that. And I wanted to know what you thought. Um, I, you know, I never put much thought into the um, notion that, that, you know, it was a Coke overdose and this, that, and the other. However, I am seeing people still make snide comments because they're saying that Kevin was always talking about black women's weight and the health problems that would be attributed when all along he had high blood pressure, was on medication for mm. high blood pressure, and essentially saying the things that he spoke about, spoke about being black women's demise ended up being his demise so you know you still see the people that for whatever nasty reason they are still uh you know celebrating the fact that he passed away and then kind of like good for him he talked bad about black women and you know attributed um diabetes and some of those other diseases to black women when he was suffering when he ended up suffering the same fate so you know oh yeah, I'm just kind of, I've resigned to the fact that, you know, sick people, nasty people, they exist. And what can you do about it, save from speaking out against it and using your platform to combat those ideologies? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, something else I wanted to cover real quick. Oh, uh, Eugene, we talked about that last week at the beginning of the show. So you might want to check that out. Um, 
I um I saw something that I found to be very interesting. One being a couple things, but one that I wanted to talk on. Did you see the um clip of the sermon from TD Jakes? No. So TD Jakes actually came out and he was like essentially spouting manosphere talking points. He came out and he was talking about how women are being raised to be men and all they uh, do is brag on their degrees and their cars and all the things they have. Uh, and he can't blame men from shying away from wanting to date black women. And I'm like, oh, hell, the uh, sisterhood about to come for him. He about to lose half his congregation. Um, the fact that black women have basically built um, T.D. Jake's church. Mm hmm. Because black women are the biggest supporters of the church, mm-hmm. I think you need to have a a, a, a seat, a, a long seat, like a long good sit mm. down, drink you some lemonade, and think about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get to spout these mental sphere talking points for free. Believe yeah. that. I so am... I, I have, that's not a good move business wise. Yeah, we, me and Curlin were talking about um. Angela Bassett and we were talking about like Hollywood stars and I've noticed like Angela Bassett is like one of those actresses that have stayed under the fray you don't ever hear her having a a strong opinion about anything like you know they'll talk about some feed the kids type of stuff she ain't talking about your abortions she ain't talking about black women uh getting killed I don't think she participated in the BLM stuff like Angela just don't say nothing that's and true td jakes needs to be on that same type of time because the thing is he was talking truth he was speaking truth but at the same time don't bite the hand that feeds you right so it, because of the fact that the church has long pacified women and you know not held black women to any kind of standard or held them accountable in, in any way um i think that his message can backfire like i think he was speaking truth and it's truth that needs to be heard but at the same time he has it's a high possibility that he's going to offend the majority of his audience although during the sermon you hear them hooping and hollering i know that it's gone viral and i didn't even look at the comments but i'm sure that women weren't taken too kindly to that message yeah absolutely and being especially an all-black church and a, a matriarch mm-hmm. listen no mm-hmm. that's not gonna fare over well at all exactly not at all so i i don't see it um yeah i don't see it as being a good thing at least not for business but um, if you think about it like when you think about church christian christianity and most religions um do promote like traditionalism and the black community has strayed so far away from that so it's it shouldn't be any surprise that he feels the way that he does but typically you just don't hear pastors coming out and speaking out against women not in no. that regard you know no um yeah, I, I like I said, I don't see it being a, a good thing for for business at all. Like mm-hmm. I, you can't go around and say all these manosphere talking points without the black community coming for your neck. And hopefully, he's, he he didn't made enough money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I just found that to be interesting, child. Yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW University says, or maybe his congregation of black women may evolve since he is a man of power. Uh-huh. You know what? To be honest with you, MGTOW Universe, I think even when 
they say that a man is in power. Mm-hmm. I think women think of ways to lead from the back or to manipulate and mind control. <laughs> I'm so sinister in my thought process, but Listen. yeah, like he he may say he's he's a figurehead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just found, like I said, I just found that to be interesting. I don't know that women will necessarily take heed, especially as it relates to being accountable and or changing their behaviors. I don't see that happening at all. Uh, Jesus Christ himself could come down and I I, I don't think black women would be convinced to change their ways. That's just my opinion. No, um, well, let me ask you a question because there's something. Are you done with your teenage age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? So do you think aging gracefully is a thing of the past? Do I think aging gracefully is a thing of the past? No, not necessarily. If we're talking about in the physical sense, women aging gracefully, no. Okay. I was thinking about that because I remember when older women looked older and then not even to say that they weren't in shape, but I feel like everybody is on trend on the same trends with each other. Mm. So you can have like a, a 35 year old woman and a 60 year old woman, same clothes as the 24 mm-hmm. year old woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost thinking it's almost like you can't, the culture has kind of permeated like, there's no separation in maturity mm-hmm. is what is what I'm gathering. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't see there being a distinction between the ages. Like on TikTok, oftentimes you see these trends where like, um, like you'll see like a grandma and she's like walking slow with a cane or something. And then she like the, the, the screen switches and she's like dressed in a bodycon dress and banging and her son like, mama, where you think you going type of thing. So you see a lot of that. And I think that we're, we'll see, start seeing a lot of grandmothers who have BBLs and still getting their bodies done and still yes. out of clubs and partying with in the same atmosphere that their daughters and maybe even granddaughters partying in child. I just don't see, and I and I was thinking about that, and I was like, "Ain't you tired?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Apparently not. But I, I it, it just kind of made me think, like, damn, you don't. Most women are, um, you're you're rated and judged by your youthfulness and your beauty and stuff like that, but you know you'll do you do have certain women that get older Mm -hmm. and they carry a certain amount of regalness and they're still beautiful to me too there is nothing in the world to me like seeing um a lady past her 80s who's still fancy and fly but she's not trying to dress um out of her age range like she still got real fur her diamonds are real her hair is nice and gorgeous and she's well put together but it it's almost like um everybody is somewhat competing in there's no separate like you can't really tell the grandmas from the daughters from the mm-hmm. whatever and i just thought that that was interesting and you know it, even if you can tell by face you can tell by um clothing and yeah. a lot of different attitudes so i i thought that was interesting um, and I have to say, even when I think about it, like just I think that, you know, 
when I was growing up, there was definitely a distinction. I don't even remember. And I do have to say my mother was older when she had me, but she started having children very young. Um, she got married really young and she started having children very young. But like oftentimes, and I was young when I had my kids, like I would like even re as of recently, someone said, you know, like, um, didn't realize they were my daughter. So said like, you know, are y'all so something to the effect of was our relationship different than mother daughter? And I was like, no, 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 these are my daughters. Um, but I, I don't take that as a slight and it's definitely not because I'm trying to dress overly young or anything like that. Like, I don't think you dress overly young at no, all. I think you like dress I have very, very classy kind of, and yeah. uh, sophisticated. You I definitely don't. So I, I just think, you know, like, there's not a huge age difference between myself and my oldest daughter. And, you know, sometimes, especially um, if I don't have on like a lot of makeup and stuff and, or if, if they have on makeup, my youngest daughter rarely wears makeup, but my oldest daughter is into makeup. So she'll wear makeup. And so she, you know, like you really, it, it doesn't look like, looks like maybe she could be a younger, younger sister. So, yeah. But, to you know, to your point, I think that um, women want to be looked at as like women want to be looked at as 25. Like you don't want to age. You want to be 50 and thought of as maybe 35 or, you know, so as a result, you are doing what you can to try to appear younger. I'm just trying to figure out. But old doesn't old doesn't mean um messed up and crickety old can still be fabulous and being an older woman um and making it to a certain age to where you didn't came into yourself and you don't give a damn about what people say yeah um you're absolutely. very confident you know who you are as a person um you've established yourself and i don't feel like there's anything wrong with that but it's kind of like when you talk about the pulse wall shit you know, people put so much, especially in yeah. this space, everybody puts a lot of emphasis on um, women being post-wall, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I was just thinking like, damn, um, you know, people, women don't want to age gracefully or let uh, the generations have their times. Like, you know yeah. what, y'all, y'all was able to, and not to say that you have to not live life, but, you know, I, I just, there's no difference. Yeah, I definitely agree with that for for sure. Um, for sure. Um, yes. I had something else that I wanted to bring up really quickly. So um, who was it? I think it was uh, Ray sent us. Um, he sent something to us and it was in reference to um, Republicans introducing a bill requiring child support for pregnant mothers. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. But I also saw where Ohio is trying to introduce a bill where um, a man could be sued if he impregnates a woman. So unknowingly, like if uh, and I guess maybe if it's more of a stealthing thing or maybe if he says, hey, I pulled out, but he didn't. I don't even know how you prove that. But I wanted to know what your thoughts are about some of these very interesting bills that are being introduced in the wake of Roe v. Wade being overturned. And it's almost like, you know, I want to make sure that men are penalized because there are men in positions of power that are making decisions about what women are doing with their bodies. And now we have to try to find a way to make this punitive for men too. 
It's almost like they hit the pussy button on men. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay. If you're saying that I have to have babies, um, if I'm having sex and I get pregnant and I'm not able to terminate this pregnancy, no matter what, mm-hmm. then okay, bet it up. If you get me pregnant, then ABCD. Mm-hmm. If you try to get me pregnant, ABCD. And I'm really, really wondering what the end result of all of this is going to be because we haven't seen anything like this in our lifetime, in our lifetime. We haven't seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I, like I said, I am in, I don't want you to have babies if you don't want to have babies. Um, Children are, I, I just, it's it's bothersome to me in a lot of ways and i I, like i'm i'm um i'm pro-life but when you think about people having children that don't want them or can't afford them um how they've treated these children how these children end up growing up the types of um backgrounds and shit that they come from a lot of that system is horrible like horrible Um. and it's like why I, listen i just don't think it's a good idea i think we haven't seen anything yet i think it's about to be a little bit more violent mm. um i think women will try to do what they have to do mm. if they have to do it i i just i i i don't i don't think it's a i don't think it was the best idea um i think we are like going to see some very interesting things come about in the wake of this whole overturning of roe v wade um i oh my gosh there's so i mean every day i'm reading something else about it that is like oh my gosh are you are you kidding me are you serious um i am certainly um pro-life but i do think that there are some extenuating circumstances that call for, you know, a pregnancy to be terminated if the mother's life is at risk, if it's the product of, you know, rape or things of that nature. So I won't get off into, you know, all of my beliefs, but um, I think that I see legislators doing this like now tit for tat thing because they feel powerless that it's been overturned. They're like, okay, what crazy, thing can we come up with to because I don't even know how you like first of all when we talk about someone having to pay child support at the inception of a woman becoming pregnant how do I know that's my kid number one how does he know it's his kid in utero DNA test like and then we don't even know how dangerous some of those tests are to the babies because at one point those were dangerous absolutely and also in addition you know like regular child support offices take years before they um, can actually serve somebody. So you think that within nine months and what's probably going to happen is they're going to backdate support and then make it to where you are responsible for half the hospital bill and, you know, any expenses that she proved, you know, like I I understand the need for a man to also be, you know, take on some of the financial responsibility, but for it to be signed into law, it's just so many layers to it. So have they came up with a law that says something about when the man doesn't want the baby um, 
and she chooses to still have the baby anyway. Have they came up with anything for that? Uh, no, nothing protecting men's rights. Nothing that would also, um, you know, provide punishment for women who lie or who, you know, in intentionally mislead men to believe it's their child. And then they're forced to pay child support. And, you know, in many states, it's still very difficult for a man who signs the birth certificate um, yep. and, and later it's proven through paternity that it's not his child to remove his name and no longer be held responsible for the support. So nah, no, nothing like that. Yeah, girl. I, I, I just don't think it's to me, everything is in a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see things getting better anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's so gloomy, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? To think about everything. So with them paying child support at inception, you know how many guys are gonna be trying to go upside them chicks' heads and oh my trying God. to stress them out and, and, and make them lose the baby and stuff? Right. And, and is this punitive to men too? Like there are men who be like, I ain't ready. I got the four hundred you need or twelve hundred, whatever it is. So there are men who like they ain't really pro uh, you know, Roe v. Wade being overturned. Like they're not, there are some men, there are many men who, you know, feel like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, my, my, my um, opinion on the matter doesn't matter. And they, they are excited about Roe v. Wade being overturned, but there are some men on the other side that are like, shoot, I, I'm quick to pay for an abortion. Listen, you limit. think about... <laughs> Um, a lot of guys who have had sex and did not want them kids mm -hmm. would not have taken care of them kids. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -mm. It, and think it, about the lot. fact that they're limiting, um, they're limiting the purchase of Plan B pills. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's so a you lot. think that women are start gonna start getting to know the men that they're having sex with? No, 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 no. Uh, although all of this is happening, I don't think I don't think that's going to change the the rate at which. Do you think it's going to cause the price of vagina to go up? No. Is it don't. going to make it go to fifty five dollars? Listen, what's going to happen? I, I I don't think so. I think women enjoy engaging in casual sex just like men do i don't think that they want that right stripped away nor do i think that they are willing to withhold that from men interestingly enough i saw um i saw black woman's fear do a post where she was calling for a stream where she was calling for women to withhold sex um until um you know we are able to uh, rectify this whole Roe v. Wade overturning. She was saying women should <laughs> hold out. Keep yeah, all right. So women are. D that yeah, includes you. Women. You a woman too. No sex until until. Child, you know. uh, no, we took precautions to listen. Okay, so that ain't even. But I mean, well, she was saying it as in women should unite and hold out. Like not women, just... women uniting. Women couldn't unite over freaking lipstick. Right. Women can't unite just to be freaking courteous to each other mm -hmm. outside. Girl, Very yeah. Imagine the way women fight over penis. Mm -hmm. Imagine them trying to give it up mm -hmm. uh, for the sake of uh, them. Uh, yeah, you know somebody has to lead the charge, honey. Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't have any faith in it um, because yeah, I know I mean, what I would be doing. I'd be like, yeah, girl, go fight the march. Oh, never mind. Mm -hmm. um, 
Listen. GA, nobody blocked your comments. Like, what is he talking damn, about? Damn, get a crap. But, um, yeah, I just found that to be interesting, child. It's about to be. So we have some very interesting times. We are in very interesting times. I'll say that. Uh, shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, Mr. Curlin. He says, wow, that sounds dumb as fuck. He mm. says, so how can they handle the Maury cases? Mm. She gets to sue all the suspects. Listen. <laughs> no. She gets to file for he, child support against all say? the hospitals. <laughs> he looked just like him. They got the same lips and the same ears. Woo-hoo, you and see it on the sonogram? <laughs> he looked just like him. Mm-hmm. He is not the fuck. Ah! Why they always run? It just always bothers yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty wild. Oh, gosh. She says, why pay $55 when $30 and a bag of rice gets oh, you so much Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he like, I'm going to go sleep with an exotic baby mama. Not a nappy-haired African-American baby mama. Oh, she too dark. Oh, no. Listen, I feel you. I feel you. Say yourself, black man. Say yourself. <laughs> Make sure you strap up. Listen. They got but, um, no, they I got some like, different diseases out there, MGTOW. We ooh, just want you yeah. to be careful. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Maybe sure, yeah. seeing Americans coming from a mile away, baby. Greasing their palms like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, yeah. Oh, um, Americano. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I, I got um, a question else? for you, though. Speaking of SYSBM. Mm-hmm. Do you think men have taken red pill knowledge too far? Oh my gosh. So, um, you know, you sent me a clip of this girl who went out to eat with this guy. I think it was you. Um, she went out to eat with this guy. She said she paid for her own food. She paid for her own food. She paid for um gas i think she gave him some gas money to pick i don't know Mm -hmm. but she paid for her own food and gas and then he told her she needed to walk home because she was not trying to drop them draws and i I, it was a guy who pulled out a gun on a woman for not saying thank you Mm. um it's a lot of guys who will hit you with the red pill stuff right off top like you Mm. going to dinner and he accusing you of lying about this, that, and the third. You know how it was when we came in the, in the space. And yeah. I wanted you to wanted to ask, so do you think that men are taking red pill knowledge too far in the real, real dating world? I think personally that the men who already have those abusive tendencies are already jerks, are already disrespectful to women, will capitalize on any movement to use that to continue to be nasty to women. I don't think that, um, you know, that those who have a genuine interest in the um, movement and who are, you know, coming into the movement and just really want to learn more about the true nature of women and the true nature of things, because that's truly what red pill knowledge is, not just relegated to women in relationships, um, are abusing it in that way. I think it's the men who are already disrespectful, low down, you know, and they're just using the movement as a tool. Um, But whatever movement was trending, I think they would use it to 
capitalize off of it and do dirt. So personally, I don't I wouldn't blame, you know, the red pill movement okay. for some of the actions we're seeing. Okay. That's I think that's fair. Um I I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Um I think listening to a lot of this content and not actually being out in the field mm-hmm. will give you somewhat of a distorted view. I'm not saying that all of it's distorted or that all the red pill is wrong, mm-hmm. but I do think that if you listen to all of this stuff and you all you hear is women ain't shit and you got to watch out for female nature and you can't trust these bitches and these bitches ain't doing nothing but getting pregnant and oh they making money now that they, they done went to Goldman Sachs and you can't trust them and black women this and black women oh, yeah. it's like if you listen to too much of that and then you're trying to date I think you need to have a good balance especially if you're going out into the dating world and not to say that some of the red pill knowledge is uh, i think a lot of the red pill knowledge is needed Mm -hmm. but i do think that sometimes they go a little far now i can see that with men who have limited dating and relationship experience i guess i'm speaking from the perspective of you know, people who are of age, you know, 30s, maybe 40s and have dated, have relationship experience their own and they are not, you know, don't have social anxiety and some of these issues that prevent them from going out and meeting people. But I do agree that those who have the very limited experience to no experience are going to be greatly impacted by the opinions of those online and take that to be fact, um, especially if they have not been lucky in love, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, MGTOW Universe, um, we didn't see it yet. I'm gonna look at it though. Um, Kid Clouds, it's not that they're not telling facts, but imagine you trying to, you, you swipe right, y'all match and you know she's trying to have general conversation and you red pilling her ass to death when you how many baby daddies you got you ain't got none oh what's your body count well i really don't tell that's why you don't tell your body count because you're probably a hoe Mm -hmm. you know like yeah that's not gonna work out in your favor like some of it is very abrasive and it's a turnoff to be completely honest like it's one thing and that's the thing i'm gonna tell you something i know that men are logic based but you gotta have a bit of finesse like real talk like seriously oh god finesse like you can get the answers and you could be strictly red pill and get the answers from a woman to the questions that you want to know that would determine if she is a quality woman without being abrasive like literally women love talking they love to hear themselves talk like it's about the way that you pose the question you don't have to berate her and you know do the 21 question thing just to try to like see if you can vet her uh within a matter of five minutes because you scared that you may have to pay for a 50 dollar lunch like it makes sure based off of your conversation that y'all are gelling and this is someone that you want to spend time with and get to know further ask some of the questions leading up to the date and see if this is someone you want to invest your time in and then have some grace regarding the way that you're asking your questions you don't just get to say uh what's your hat weight and dress size and think that a woman gonna be like oh like oh he's so sexy oh <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute 
They said that it, it, it helps weed out the hoes. Oh no, it, it doesn't help weed out the hoes at all. It mm -hmm. doesn't. Um, y'all, do y'all know how the internet works, right? So you have this thing called the internet and then we all get on here and we all look at the same shit and I can come over here and I can watch some femininity channels. Mm -hmm. Then I can go to uh, a red pill space and I can watch some of the red pill stuff. And then I can go to these female game channels, which y'all really should be reviewing videos from them because mm -hmm. they're going to have y'all ass in a chokehold. Um, yeah, I so it, it's like the internet works the same way for everybody. Um, the shit that they're talking about in Red Pill, I can come over here in Red Pill and listen and basically regurgitate your shit back to you and manipulate you to where I want you to be and do what I have to do. It's it's not that deep, but you know. Listen, I, I agree, and the thing is. You and nobody's telling you not to weed out the hoes, but you will run away good quality women too because of the fact that just like the red pill movement has grown exponentially online, the notion of men, you know, using these tactics to weed out women and being abrasive in their language and, you know, um, speaking harshly to women and a lot of the things that are attached to what red pill and, you know, um, are. Are, are women have heard of. And as a result, if they smell you coming with that, if they think that's where you're coming from and that, you know, that is your mindset, most women, the average woman is going to be like, oh no, he's a Samuelite. I'm out of here. That, that doesn't mean that you're wrong in your beliefs. That doesn't mean that you're not right to vet her. That may not even mean that she's not a traditional woman. Even traditional women have, have seen the negative aspects of red pill men who are red pill highlighted and as a result they have formed negative opinions about it so just have a little bit of finesse like you can get to know her and get to know all the things you want to know um without being rude and without being ignorant and without being an a-hole all facts all facts all facts um even when we was telling MGTOW universe uh because he was saying he didn't want to reveal i just think exactly. there's a way to approach it yep. um but a way that a lot of the guys that i've been seeing online the way they've approached it it's like <sighs> you know i'm gonna tell you something Women, like you guys will say, oh, we want, like, black women aren't feminine enough. Black women, you know, you guys want us to be demure and be submissive and be regal and carry ourselves in a respectful manner. Well, uh, like, as a woman who is feminine, who um, is absolutely submissive, um, you know, all all woman um some of the things when i got to know my husband when i was getting to know him he was very careful to uh he was very careful in what he revealed to me when because he was able to sense that my um that the type of person that i am that i would not have been able to take some of the things that he said for example like let me see if i can give you an example without being sued so like he is a very very strong masculine man and okay so we may be having a discussion about like if somebody runs up in your house and we would have discussions like okay you know 
what if it's what if it's a kid that run up in your house and they're armed and my response would be like oh no you know you, you can't hurt a kid and his response is i'm gonna do what it takes to protect my home and my family so some of that stuff to me was a little like no no you know and he was able to tell so he was like okay i gotta ease some of this ease her into some of this stuff because you know i was literally i lived in a bubble like a very small place i was protected i have a lot of brothers i just had not been exposed to a lot of that stuff and hearing some of it to me was like a little shocking to my system. So he slowly introduced those concepts to me and through conversation and, and like educating me about, you know, how we as a community and as a people have to move and have to grow and everybody can't go. I was like, I became open to some of the things that he said and understood it better. But for him to just drop that on me, I was like, oh no, that sounds, that sounds mean. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to MGTOW University says the market of the bottom 80% is adjusting finally to the market of women. They're, they are only one to two steps from SYSBM and I'm here for it. Why? You want to get everybody else to participate in your foolery? Then we're going to be doomed. Y'all think like you have Republicans and you have y'all even complain about that. The um, declining birth rates like we don't we we don't really like each other. But and when it comes to like once the bottom 80 percent becomes SYSBM, like the hate that we have for one another is going to be so palpable. We'll be we'll detest one another and we really ain't going to be producing children at the rate in which we need to survive girl there ain't nobody worried about their survival but clearly, clearly. yeah mm -hmm. um shout out mm -hmm. to dane he says danielle and concrete hey 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 dane. and shout out to jtc hey sugar he says if she's a woman she'll understand the current market and she will understand you asking these types of questions if she takes offense, then um, I think it's not a factor of asking a certain type of question. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of approach. And yep. a lot of y'all need to be sitting back in somebody, uh, one of these dating coaches classrooms and buying these yes. classes, especially mine. Um, <laughs> so y'all can actually learn how to, how to get some finesse about yourself. Definitely. You're going to tell a woman you don't want to hold the door because women aren't appreciative. And exactly. Danny, when we first came to this space, like that was one of the things that I, that was one of the key points that I saw that was an issue with this space and why I wanted to create content because I said the messaging is spot on. However, their delivery sucks and most women ain't going to hear it. They're going to shut down and to just assume that she'll just if she's a um, good woman that she'll understand i'm gonna tell you something no. else. my husband does not talk street and like to me and in front of me the way he talks like you know, he is very educated, very articulate. And in his regular speech, he ain't speaking street. However, he has a very, he's a passionate person who has just a very good, um, 
he is a natural mentor. And if he's mentoring somebody that's from the streets, he got to talk street to them. However, he would never talk like that to me. And he, and as a result, he could say the same thing to somebody that he's having to talk street to. to and, and, and to me, he could be saying the same, have the same message, but his delivery is going to be different. If I got to tell my wife, who is delicate, who is feminine, who is loving and caring, that I need to, you know, that I need to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm trying to tell somebody from the streets that they need to do X, Y, and Z. The way in which I tell them is going to be different. And it can be the same message. That's not a, a slight against you for you to be aware of your audience. That's a very important fact. You should be aware of your target audience um, when you're delivering a message and tailor your message to that audience. Yes, absolutely. Um, shout out to JTC. Oh, oh, I already read that. I'm sorry. But um, no, I think that's that's spot one um because they kind of hit that red pill stuff and they just be running with stuff and it's not like if a woman has if she got some sense about herself and she does understand the current dating market then yes but i think some of the information the way it's presenting can be off-putting off-putting as hell and 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 the best of women Y'all, you know, y'all kind of feel like y'all kind of have to beat them up, uh, lick them, yes. beat them up again, lick them, see if they they cool, bite them a little bit, and then y'all, when y'all finally decide, oh, okay, she cool, then mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's all good. But most women, it's like they gotta haze the woman, like you know uh, what I mean. What the don't heck? we know? Yes. Shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says experience has taught me that both men and women, especially women have a gag reflex to the term MGTOW. What they don't, what they don't know won't hurt my chances. Mm -hmm. Hashtag game theory. Um, <laughs> my first, I'm gonna tell you my first, uh, the first interaction that I think I had with a MGTOW guy was this guy named Jason, is it Jason Sations or some shit? Jace, Jay something on um jae something on facebook right and the guy was like you're a single mother and you're a bad person and you're what's wrong with the community and la la la, la. and i'm like this motherfucker is crazy what is wrong with him most people aren't gonna be able to receive your message especially mm -hmm. if it is derogatory and it's presented in a derogatory way you got to use a compliment sandwich. Did you ever heard of a compliment sandwich? No, I've never heard of that. You could be like, oh, girl, your booty's so big, but you be having a real bad attitude, but you really take care of your house. You know, shit like that. You got to do a compliment sandwich. You know, um, <laughs> I work in learning and development and my the capacity that I work in is learning and development. And as a result, I have a really good knack for delivering any kind of news. So um, I can tell you that you need to get your ish together or they gonna fire you um, when I sit down with you and coach you um, and tell it to you in the most professional way and you would not take offense to it. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh, shout out to Eugene Steele. Hey, Doc. He says, just don't ask women those questions any questions you have on your mind you will find out eventually well i think there's a way to ask 
you can still ask and yeah, have um civil conversation and get your point across you just don't have to be an asshole about it um and a lot of times it's kind of like the men want like the fresh and fit shit like the guys kind of want to be assholes like fresh and fit but i'm like you're not really gonna get anywhere because you're being stupid not at least not with a mature woman no woman that much a, a mature woman like a woman with some class i'm gonna tell you something the men in this space it's so funny that you know y'all will take bits and pieces of the messaging that you hear from some large content creators and apply it but even if you think about like kevin and some of the content creators and some of their messaging like if we reiterate some of the same points then we're wrong and we're off the mark but no classy woman no classy woman is going to um want to sit down with you and have you grill her for an hour about her life choices what she's done you know like no woman no educated woman, quality woman, career oriented woman, hard working woman, woman worth her salt is going to go through that. It's the way it, now you can ask what you want to know, but you don't get to throw questions at somebody <laughs> and be abrasive about it. Trying to qualify her. Like what? <laughs> I mean, listen, dating is an interview process. Interview her. Absolutely. Ask the questions that you want to know. But it's the I way won't say interview. Do. I would say have a I'm healthy anybody, dialogue. What you say? Have a healthy dialogue because Yeah, know, but dating is an interview process. You're interviewing yeah. prospects to see if they make it to the next stage. So I'm not saying interview her as in a, a like a job interview would be, but I'm saying I said use that as an example to say do ask the questions because I know Eugene Steele was saying don't ask, yeah. you know, you'll find out eventually. Yeah, you do want to ask. You do want to you can find out a lot of stuff just through natural conversation. She won't even know, like, ooh, he asked me a lot of stuff and was let her talk and then ask clarify that questions. part you know? like let her talk she'll tell you everything you need to yes. know from there mm -hmm. but y'all be trying to so how many sexual partners you have do you listen to cynthia you. g <laughs> how much weave you wear do exactly. you have weave all the time how many pounds of makeup if i took you swimming how would you feel and you you know like would you, can you send me a picture of yourself without makeup y'all this it's just yeah it's a lot <laughs> Uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, as a MGTOW, I do know, I do not care about a world. I do not care about a world I no longer exist in. Mm -hmm. We do for ourselves first and foremost. Makes life easy. But um, MGTOW Universe, are you going to ask questions of your prospects when you travel to these third world countries? No, nah, baby, they don't ask them shit. Exactly. <laughs> no, you I know what he, he going to ask her? Is it well, clean? Yes, puppy, it's clean. She's going to be like, yeah, she's going to lie. But um, how do you know if she a baby mama? How do you know if she is a working girl? How will you know anything about her aside from vetting her in the same way in which you would need to vet a woman here in the state? It's clean, Poppy. It's clean. <laughs> he gonna go all raw, come back. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh God! Uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, "Nope, men could use their sexy voice and talk slow, and it will still be called sexist, and he will be called a woman hater." I true. don't think so. Um, you do have some men that are able to 
identify women's bullshit and identify their own shit now they also have to identify their shit they just don't get to oh well yeah it's just women are just fucked up and it's women it's women it's women no they acknowledge um all sides and i think they end up with a lot of respect they don't just say that uh the men ain't shit they they call out the women and they call out the shit on the man's side you know who would be a good example of that who now keep in mind i don't know about this man's character i don't know about his character but i do see that he has a lot of interaction with women and you know they really seem to like him and he he does a great job in calling stuff out you want to know who who Derek jackson i say what <laughs> wait elaborate because you lost me you lost me i'm completely lost i was kidding listen <laughs> i'm about to say like what the entire heck i don't see it sis make me a make me a believer because i don't see it child at all whatsoever. oh god i was good right <laughs> listen i wanted to tell you something like even like there are men in this space like i'm gonna tell you i gained so much reverence and respect for bgs because of the way that like how respectful he is literally yes. he can be he's a great example you. of he can that be essentially, yes he can be scolding you but he's doing it in a respectful way he literally if if, if he's trying to if he heard you say something stupid and he wants to make an a make a point out of something that you've highlighted he's going to ask clarifying questions and make you see that you said something stupid. And before you even finish answering those questions, your mouth is open like, oh, that don't sound too good. Really and truly, that is the most effective way to show somebody that they effed up is yep. to make them realize it as opposed to you telling them. Oftentimes the person is gonna be like, no, that's not true. They'll fight you on it. And become defensive. So I think BGS I was a good person. Lives. He just talked too much crap. But Baby, I'm listen, um, who I was going to talk uh, was a guy named Mr. Let Go. Oh, okay. um, I don't think he... Now, like I said, I don't really know the guy's character or anything, but I've seen him interact with women on his show and he seems to do a good job at... Mm -hmm. Um, having a, a really good interaction with people and he ain't like he yelling and cursing at them and asking them how many baby daddies they got by how many different men and mm -hmm. you know if they believe you know you know so I, I, I think that you do get more when you're able to uh, carry a a nicer demeanor right I'm saying that you got to kiss anybody's ass but we're getting away from like common courtesies and yeah, being just being cool with each other like Listen. we can't even joke around with each other like if, yeah, if, right. if you compliment me then i get to oh you sexually harassing me oh that's what i'm saying me. the it same so, it's so just a, like what we're saying is mutual respect you want her to respect your time respect your finances respect the fact that you know you are as a gentleman planning a date taking her out you should treat her with respect too and you know treating someone with respect it will um includes you not being abrasive and trying to get to know them mm-hmm absolutely shout out to razor he says dennis sperling is basically the new kevin samuels have you ever thought to have him on your show he could bring lots of value um Ooh, dennis sperling um you know he might be with the big league uh i used to have some interactions with dennis sperling back in the day 
um, when I was on Nicole Michelle's uh, show at one point, mm-hmm. um, it was okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd be um, asking him like I'm a. Uh, I'm like a Kevin Samuels conspiracy theorist, so I'd be mm-hmm. asking him all kinds of stuff, like, what's really good? Cause, oh my gosh, here mm, you go. Yeah, girl, I'd be asking all I kinds of stuff. I can't stand these people in the chat. What are <laughs> they saying? We are uh, BGS disciples, we are YouTube daddy, all the things, girl, just ridiculous. <laughs> you know how they do. and shout out to rodney robinson what's up rodney thank you so much for your support definitely appreciate that thank you rodney yes but ready uh, to get off into this topic baby because these fools they they ass up today concrete oh lord have mercy um let's let's break off into it and talk about it um yeah let's 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 so we are talking about dominant women and impact men um which we are essentially taking a peek at modern day relationships because Mm. this is common when we talk about women dominating in the relationship men being impact in the relationships um we see a lot of that that is a has become very commonplace in in modern day relationships so um yeah we are gonna talk about it and break it down and talk about you know the problems within it and or and if um some men actually prefer those that's not mm, 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 mm-hmm. mm. well concrete let me start off asking you this have you ever been the dominant woman in the relationship no never what never not once are you serious no mm-mm. ever no <laughs> oh wow um, it was always a pick me <laughs> Listen, do you, because I always, do you see me as dominant? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, I am. I don't work with you for like three years. A little little bit. You you don't think so? I feel like you be having me picked all the way wrong. But. Oh. That's why I I have to see the softer side of Sears, honey. Let me know. Listen. Oh my gosh. Like, I'll be like, she got me picked all the way wrong. But. Um, I'm only dominant in work settings. Um, with men, I'm not dominant at all. Not even a little bit. Um, I, not to say that, I mean, I still have my own opinion. I'm still very, you know, I'm opinionated and I like, you know, I, I'll articulate whatever my own thoughts and ideas are, but I acquiesce to male leadership. So, okay. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever been the dominant one in a relationship? Have I? <laughs> oh, you, I, can, I can tell you a dom. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true at all at this point. At this point. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about, well, I can tell you was a dom in your former life. Yes, but I'm going to tell you some weird stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, dating, dating, dating. You know, I get a guy and he's he's really nice but he didn't have a backbone and you know i felt like he wanted to get and he wanted to be serious he wanted to like get married at some point and i was like man if i got married to him i'd have to be his mama and i don't i don't want to do that like i don't want to be your mama i don't want to be to a point to where i have to guide you around like a little child now you know you'll listen to married women and they'll tell you like 
you know, like your man end up being a child. Anyway. I've heard that many, many times. Yeah, many times. So it was like when I got with him and I was having to make certain decisions and guide mm -hmm. and give advice on shit. And, and, you know, I was like, oh, hell no, nah, this, this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. Um, this, this is not the relationship for me. I don't want you to just hand yeah, over no. your check and I make every decision going for, you know, I, and, and, and there's no responsibility on you. So to me, it was a dryer. Like it dried me completely up. Like it was disgusting yeah, to me. Yeah. So I just, I couldn't give it, I couldn't do it. To be completely honest. Um, yeah, that's a very big turnoff to me. Um, I like very masculine men. Um, I, like, to be completely honest, when I think of like what, how we have redefined terms, like the men that I like would probably be referred to as toxic masculinity by uh -oh. today's woman. Yes. And I say that because I like very strong leaders who are like, man, I said what I said, so show up, you know, down. So they would be like, oh, he, that's toxic masculinity. So yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I I I prefer them. I'd rather them be a little toxic than to be non non. Mm -mm. I I'd rather it be a little over than to be non-existent. Yeah, uh, um, for sure. Yeah, cause I dated one guy who um the guy who I dated, and I said I dated him for an extended period of time <laughs> before I started dating my now husband. Um, was like that he did not show enough masculinity and that's why because we i've told the story numerous times i dated him for a long time and you know there was no firm regarding moving the relationship forward because on paper and i think a lot of women we do like i was very honest with him and it wasn't consistent a, a consistent year because we dropped off for some period of time because he was having you know, problem signing babysitters for his son for us to hang out and stuff like that. But on paper, he checked all the boxes. So I was like, wait, you know, he's a good guy, yada, yada, yada. But it was something lacking. And what it was, was that masculinity piece. And I did not want to be the dominant person in the relationship. And that's why we didn't go any further. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to go far when you're able to run stuff how you run like mm -hmm. i don't know um because i did have a question about that i'm gonna read these super chats uh okay. shout out to black wizard <laughs> what's up black wizard why did my screen just go black girl uh-oh i don't you know it read? stopped for a while oh, okay. yeah read it okay, there okay. It hey black wizard i'm so happy to see you i actually went um to check to see if you was making content recently uh thank you for dropping in he says this di the disbelief in sister george's voice gave it away c rose lmao i don't know what's wrong with her like she's she supposed to be intuitive and be able to see things with people watch Girl, you know, wait till i give you these predictions when we get off air like I'm a whole bully, but um, we know just, she just to, just just to get get the heck out of here. Nobody would even believe that. They know I can't bully you, child. You a sage. Um, you ain't going. But... Nobody believes that concrete. I mean, I I get it. You know, you be talk, trying to talk nice to the men, but they don't believe oh! that, boo. They don't. They not really buying it. You know, I cuss these men out all the time because you know they be cooning. Girl, there. they like that though. They be um, <laughs> shout out to MGTOW Universe. Facts, MGTOW. I hear concrete rolls over there flipping through the sisterhood talking points oh! handbook. Mm. 
see, Razor, see, you ain't nothing. You messy. You Listen, messy. Lies, I tell you. You she, messy. And that's not what I was just saying. She, she gonna run some shit every now and then. How many women are masculine? That's not true. Like, I work in a leadership capacity. And um, I'm also, I like very structured and controlled environments. And so as a result, I'm very vocal about, you know, business stuff. And so she does see that side of me, um, you know, but as it relates to like, you know, when we hang out, it's like one on one. So, you know, she don't see me and we have conversations, you know, about like what's going on with us and stuff. But she typically doesn't see me in my element, you know, with my husband. So she may not just see that side of me but she does see me in a you know in a capacity where i'm like no we need to do this this and this i need these boxes checked and i need you know i'm just very structured in how i like things so yeah so i can see where she getting that from but i'm still like whatever um yeah, why razor uh because razor was asking about do oh. we use a sh- like for work, oh, okay he, he doing too much okay i thought it was somebody like, else but anyway um, so when we talk about hempecked men and dominant women, like how is it, what, how, what, what, what concluded you, or how did you conclude that most modern day relationships basically are the dominant or involve a dominant woman and a hempecked men? Um, because you don't really hear, um, men are having to speak out in secret. Men aren't even communicating mm. the things that they're dissatisfied to their partners versus mm. getting their asses online and blasting everybody online under fake profiles and shit. Like mm. they won't even talk out loud about what these women are doing in the home and what's going on. Ooh. And so it's like y'all online talking about it, but y'all wives are still running amok, still doing what they want to do, still mm-hmm. spending up all the money, still buying bag shoes or whatever, but you can't even get a home cooked meal. But you be online talking about it. And I'm like, oh, so you don't know how to set boundaries either. Yeah. Okay. Y- that's a good point. Um, and when I think about it, when I think about the fact that the women are dominant and the men are hempecked, I think about the fact that even examples that are drawn in this very space where black women are talked about as being aggressive and, you know, being abrasive and all the things. And then we often talk about the fact that they date like pookies or date, you know, men who are low value because they can control them. So that, and if that is the belief that many women in our black communities are dating men of low value so that they can control them. then I think that that is a perfect display of a dominant woman and, and a hempecked man. But I think that men in this space often like to point the finger at that other group or uh, the pookies and the ray rays. And, and some of them may be hempecked and not realize it. So I want to ask you, what are some traits that a hempecked man would have so that maybe we have somebody listening that don't know he hempecked and we could put them on? So one thing that will have you that that will let you know um if a man is handpicked if if his woman is leading all of the conversations and i don't care if he's an introvert and she's an extrovert but she needs to get somewhere and sit her ass down when you sitting there trying to conduct business and hold conversations especially with other men if your woman is trying to lead those conversations you might be a handpicked man 
another mm, one. That's a good one. Very good. Um, if your woman has a whole list and she is berating you and telling you that you need to get your ass in the kitchen and you need to be trying to get the hot towel after y'all finish, y'all ask me a bit a little henpeck, honey, because she bossing you around. You need to have the food ready. You need to go see about them damn children that's crying because I got to go to work. <laughs> Why the hell did you make chicken when I asked for steak today? Mm. You need to get your shit together or get out. You got you with the apron on. If you living with a woman, you? if you moved in with a woman, if you moved in with a woman, your ass may be henpecked by Ooh. default. Mm. Ask me how that, I know. Now that one, you you know you hitting a lot of dogs right now. You hitting a lot of dogs. You oh. may be handpecked by default. If you Listen. move into my house where I my name is on the lease or yeah. the, the yeah. mortgage is like on it. me. Yeah. You got to do what I say where you got to go. Listen. My rules. Ooh, I, I like it. Um, first of all, we not telling we not ever telling men to be soft. We said be respectful when you're dating. That does not equate to being soft. I don't know how you get that out of that. But I will say this real quick. A few things you hit on some good ones, but a few other things that I would say, like ways that you know that you handpicked is if you always getting put out, if she putting you out and you got to carry your stuff to your mama house, or if she always putting you out the bed. And you concrete, what they carrying it? What they care? What 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 they carrying it in? Concrete, what they carrying their stuff in? Black trash bag. You oh, know, okay. You know, all oh, okay. the bag one. They care. They ain't taking nothing but they video game and they um L ones. Listen, <laughs> if that is your life story, she putting you on the couch and you paying for the bed, you paying the majority of the bills and you getting put out, baby, you handpicked. I'm sorry to tell you. If you don't have a social life outside of your wife, not because you don't want to, not because you're just an introvert, but because she wants you at the home with the kids so she can go out and kick it all the time, you it's a high likelihood that you handpicked. If you mm. if you are afraid to go against the grain when it comes to your wife, if she says something that you disagree with, but you scared to uh, verbalize that because you think it's going to end up in an argument and she going to be berating you in public and mm. talking about your, your, you know what and talking about your, your sex life and putting you on blast for having unclean underwear, baby, you're henpecked. Child, if you having to soft check her, like you can't even tell her where she wrong at, and you you tell her where she wrong, and then you have to laugh behind the shit to soften the blow, you may be handpicked. Mm. That part, that part. You got to learn how to say what you mean and mean what you say, and mm -hmm. don't give a damn about who got a problem with it. If That's you're unwilling hard. to walk away from a relationship that is toxic that you know she's not no good mm -hmm. you may be handpicked if you pussy whipped you handpicked she got Ooh, you listen listen if she done cheated on you multiple times and oh. you still taking her back baby you likely handpicked <laughs> I, I mean i'm sorry to tell you but i'm gonna tell you something women don't 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 be beating your chest and, and applauding at the fact that you got a fool that's handpicked because having a man Henpecked is a very dangerous space. It's mm. a very dangerous place for a man to be because sometimes you will take a man to his breaking point. You got him henpecked, you checking him, you treating him like a child, you berating him, you disrespecting him, you know, you cheating on him every chance you get. 
all those are the instances in which you can push a man to where he will do something very dangerous. So that's not something to be proud of or that I would even gloat about as a woman. I wouldn't even want a man that's henpecked for those women who do are in those situations and bragging about it and telling that girl, girl, you know, Carl going to do whatever I tell him. Uh, you know, Carl going to buy me them new Louboutins. You know, like. Don't mm. don't brag about that. Don't, you know, feel like you got it in the bag or you, you know, you doing a damn thing because this is your situation, because that's a very dangerous place for a man to be. Oftentimes you are working overtime on that man's ego. You are like you beating him down to where he is a shell of the man that he once was. And as a result, those men oftentimes explode. Yes. Uh, let me read the super chats. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, that's funny. I was writing a script to make some videos. I have a mandatory period, six, wait period of six Clearly. months between drops. Clearly. That's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. What I showed, been peeking, and I'm glad you stopped by. Happy to see you, bro. I know. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. Thank you so much, MGTOW. He says, Black Pill question. If the husband is communicating and she isn't cooperating, is corrective action oh. discipline uh, reasonable to y'all? Concrete, you go first, child. You sound like you might be um, some, some. No, some. Uh, I don't think it's reasonable to me. The reason that I say it, well, there's a couple different reasons. I feel like if you have to use corrective action, you shouldn't be with her. If a woman is so out of line that you feel like that's the only way that you can get her back in line, then clearly she's not the person for you. Clearly she's not with your program. And as a result, you know, you need to let her go. Also, in addition, I think that it's very dangerous messaging to push corrective action because mm. the society in which we live can result in a black man losing everything and being jailed or even worse. So for yes. those reasons, I am opposed to corrective action. Um, I'm not going to... Uh... I'm, I'm going to tell you to have an abundant mindset. If you found one and she, she's showing her ass, get rid of her, do what you got to do, get rid of her. Um, because she's not on your program. And if it's to a point to where you feel like correct, corrective action is needed, then that's probably not the one. Um, because most of us we're adults. But now if you going over there and you looking for 21 year olds and you saying that they should act like they got 35 year olds since sometimes it's just not going to be the case in maturity level of a lot of women. Um, so with corrective action, um, I, I'm definitely going to say a hell no to that because like what if she takes corrective action on you? What if you're not doing um, certain aspects in the household. She's take corrective action. I mean, she's the dominant woman she, in the household. If she's using I mean, corrective she... action, you handpicked, brother. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I can tell if you. she's using corrective action, here, it's a wrap. Um, but yeah, like you, you have to learn how to leave a chick where they stand when they're not on your program. And that you know that's the way you manifest better women into your life when you say no to hoes and you say yes to real women that's 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 what happens when you say uh-uh i'm not dealing with this shit she'll get right you know what i'm saying if you know how to walk away you a man who knows how to walk away won't ever be um without what they need so 
I'll say, you know, walk away, do what you got to do. What I was going to ask you, Concrete, is... I need one quick second, Danny. Give me just one second. It's an emergency. Give me one second. Okay. Oh, no. I hope everything's okay. Um, or have you guys ever been in a relationship to where the woman was more dominant? And I know you guys aren't going to be honest, but I just want to see it. Are you guys going to be honest? Have you ever been in a relationship to where the woman was dominant and you was like, uh-uh, this ain't it? Let me know. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever been in dom female dominant relationships? Uh oh, Eisen, what you? <sighs> Let me see. Shout out to Eisen. He says, "Kick clouds, niggas don't know. Ignore abroad and never committing is never committing to one is how you deal with them." Eisen, I don't think it's necessarily that extreme. If you don't want to commit, then you shouldn't commit. But, you know, if you happen to find somebody decent and worthy, um, do what you got to do. It's not that bad, I promise. It's actually pretty lit. Um, <laughs> shout out to Smooth. He says the handpicked shit needs to be edited out and reposted. Y'all was Ghostface Raekwon with it. I wonder who Raekwon would be out of YouTube. I don't know. You know, I like Curlin be having me listening to Wu-Tang, but you know, like I'm not, you know, you know, like I'm like a girl girl. Like, so I'll listen to something and then I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says men using corrective action cr disgusted women using correction corrective action cr laughs thirsty <laughs> i told y'all she was a little bit more dominant don't tell her i said it don't tell her i said it because she she gonna say i ain't dominant i'm real submissive and i'm real feminine mm -hmm, girl we see no i'm kidding um you know that but MGTOW don't don't judge us you know that's the way society has taught us um you know we're 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 we've been dare I say it hello I mean my bad <laughs> child sorry oh you good girl yeah girl I don't gotta come fight nobody I got a king no that was my daughter she was just having a dramatic moment child but anyway oh she still does that like oh uh, yeah so both of my daughters are cancers so you know oh god damn. yeah <laughs> double time exactly Whew. yeah okay. pray for okay. me pray, pray, pray I, my strength I, I, in the lord I, I, pray I, I my strength in the lord you, girl. Okay. um okay but what were you talking about i'm sorry you was girl i was just telling them uh asking them have they ever had a woman try to dominate them bgs oh, oh i can't even imagine <laughs> Baby, they had the the voice of spooling them. BGS to come up in there like, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, okay, so when a women, so the men that's like, no, nah, ain't no woman ever tried to dominate me. Da 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 da. There are two ways. So some women can try to dominate you without being dominant. 
you don't even realize that she's trying to dominate you because she's using her feminine wilds. Say it again for the people in the back, concrete. They don't know. Like, they don't, they feel like that's the thing. Like, that's why, you know, people can, I forgot, there's like a a saying, and I can't think of how it goes, so I ain't even gonna try to say it. But, you know, sometimes people can pull the wool over your eyes because you, you recognize someone dominating you as them being dominant, aggressive, assertive, and all the things. And you don't know her dominating you like she like okay let me put it on him let me do this let me do all the things he likes and that's how she dominates that is all facts and i think that's the way of women Mm -hmm. um if your mama never taught you anything baby you ain't Mm. gotta yell scream uh shout to get what you want (laughs) learn how to sit your ass down somewhere learn how to let certain small things slide so then when you really want something and you ask for it you can tell him how reasonable and how sweet you've been and so bts over here lying saying i'm not submissive child you know we was all a little suspect of it i don't know y'all hear me just simply in conversation with my husband y'all be like oh my gosh that's a completely different c rose but again as i told y'all i also have the type of husband that's like i'm not going to be there every second of every hour and he knows that i'm in a male-dominated space i my husband will be listening and sometimes he comments sometimes he doesn't and he will be like you better let him know like he be telling me like don't let them come at you like that like he's like you need to protect yourself and stand up for yourself so he advocates for me speaking my truth so he be telling you to cuss these niggas out baby all the time time. he be like he be telling me like girl listen but anyway (laughs) i do have a question for you so um the other question that i wanted to ask is do you think a handpecked man can overcome being handpecked in his relationship like if so how beater sorry no um, corrective action <laughs> corrective action mm-hmm. corrective action would be the only way otherwise it's not really going to happen um if sis has been in control women don't just relinquish control control and power has to be taken um we don't just lay down and be like oh well you can no no i'll tell you when it happens when we've run every single aspect of a situation into the ground and we want somebody else to come in and fix it then we will turn to look to the man and say you are supposed to be the big strong man why can't you fix it oh and if you can't fix it that means you want a real man from the store you ain't shit because you don't know how to fix my problem when i when i ran you don't know how to do it Uh you ain't man enough Listen, you're a little boy. Um, you know, I think that I don't think that a man can overcome being henpecked. I think if you enter into the relationship like that, allowing her to dominate, the only way you overcome it is by getting with a woman who doesn't know that you're henpecked and, and trying it all over again. I think that once that is the dynamic that she's not going to respect you trying to dominate her. She's not going to respect you even standing up for yourself in most instances. Um, mm. I have never seen a relationship. I've seen relationships where men were impacted. Oh my gosh. One that comes to mind was the ultimate. I mean, he was like her son. He was, she, she sunned him all day long. And um, 
I've never seen it to where a man has been able to overcome it, not even when he's at his wit's end. And I've seen men get to their wit's end in those relationships and wind up leaving, but I've never seen a man be able to step outside of that henpecked role and assert himself. And now there's a role reversal. I've never seen a role reversal in those aspects. I've never seen a man, a man regain his uh, power um, when, when a woman has been in control. I've never seen it. Um, yeah. Um, let me ask you a question though. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that there's a difference in a guy being henpecked versus a guy actually being doting and caring for his wife because a lot of men who ain't never really seen any good examples of healthy relationships mm. shout out to mental spirit um a lot of men will say you know if a guy is being good to a woman period if he's nice and he holds the doors or even if he agrees with a talking point or two oh he's he's really henpecked he's a simp you you know what I mean? What do you think about that? What's the difference? Um, I do think that there is a difference. Um, I think that the major way that you like, I think that a man can be doting, can be very loving to his wife. Oftentimes when we see the best example that I can give that most people can pull from, I won't give uh, an anecdotal example is men who are in relationships with um, like trophies. So oftentimes those men can, they know that they have something that gives them additional value in the presence of other men. And so you may see them dote on her. They may shower her with gifts, be very sweet to her, but they're still leading. They are still mm. dominating the relationship. Yes. So I do think that there's a distinction. I think that, you know, a man can be doting, loving, spoil his wife, sweet to her, kind to her, compassionate, and still be the dominating force in the relationship. Okay. 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 Um, do you, I, would I, you say Russell Wilson is him, him pet? Somebody said free Russell Wilson. I, I actually think so. Um, yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think when women who are married and she's married and I get, uh, I get what she used to do. I get what she used to do. Mm -hmm. I also get the woman that she told us that she was. And she basically came out and said that she was a good Christian praying woman that sat around and prayed mm -hmm. and prayed and Russell fell upon her after she finished up having babies with that ratchet ass nigga future. Mm -hmm. And so she got with Russell and Russell has loved her back into good health and happiness. And all she can do is get her ratchet ass on the net and spread her cheeks for everybody to see. And that just tells me at some point, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. When your man doing what he got to do and he hitting that thing, right. And he is you, 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 y'all living good and you happy you generally will try to diminish um a lot of the attention that you get from random guys mm. when you're when you're secure and very secure in those relationships when you feel the need to get on national the national internet <laughs> the global net mm -hmm. and spread your ass cheeks on cars on 
ground on where people done pissed and shit. She's spreading them ash cheeks <laughs> everywhere she can. And that tells me it's like, well, if this is the man of your dreams and this is the man that you said that you wanted and you've been so grateful for it and this is a godly man, mm -hmm. um, to me, her messages directly contradict themselves because I don't know, I don't know too many happily married women that um want to make sure everybody else sees the way she's spreading them ass cheeks and how she can twerk mm. and um shake her ass and, and she goes really fat. I don't know. I, I don't personally well, I don't know. I had to I had to think about it just for a split second. And I do agree that Russell Wilson is hempecked. Um I think it's apparent. I think he's hempecked and almost and he's proud to be. I don't think that he would even deny it and I don't think that he would take offense to being him picked. I think that he's okay with where he is and that's fine with him. Um, but the interesting thing is I see a lot of women saying they want to Russell Wilson asking for the prayer. So basically in, in that case, that means that black women are seeking him pecked men, black women, a him pecked man, man is uh, the ideal. He should be the high black value man. man I mean, black woman. Yeah. He should be the high value man. Well, listen, um, I think when you talk about, and I do think that there's a difference because typically I don't think that most high value men, I don't think most high value men are typically in a position where they're henpecked. Could be. I think there's probably a decent number because some of them get with women that are so stunningly beautiful that would not look their way if they were not high value men. And as a result, they find themselves in a relationship where she is the dominating force. But I just find it interesting that most black women are essentially saying, give me the prayer to find me a henpecked man, um, because that's what you hear them say um, all the time regarding Sierra's relationship with Russell. Like, what's yeah. the first this? Yeah. And Sierra's like, I got him. And now I could still show my ass and he, we're, we're happy. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. Um, it kind of makes me wonder uh, how satisfied he is with that. Don't get me wrong. I think most men want a bad chick on their arms. Mm -hmm. Most. There's nothing wrong with that. But. Um, I think an outfit, an out you dressing in a sexy outfit versus you spreading your cheeks open for the gram or spreading your ass. Well, you gotta uh, say it like that. Cause I like saying it. Uh, it's just you like I ain't sugarcoating it. it is no, I've been it saying is. it like that too. I've been like uh -huh. extra on it too. Well, I I, like I've been hearing it. it. I don't know. I just spreading your ass. <laughs> I don't know. I've been on one child. Anywho. I don't know. I, I, I don't see her as, I don't see him as dominant. Mm -hmm. I see her as the soft dom um, where she's like, oh, Russell, I just wanted to take some pictures because I, you've been playing football all day and I've been at home with the kids and I just don't feel sexy. I'm going to pay for the shoot. I just don't feel sexy anymore. Mm -hmm. And you know Beyonce's still out there and she's releasing a new album and nobody's mm -hmm. paying attention to me. Oh He's God. like, well, go spread your ass on the gram, Sierra. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> but I did have a question for you. Yes. 
how much credence is given to men who actually enjoy they hand practice like mind your damn business i'm over here getting fed she cooking she cleaning she paying the bills she running a household all i got to do is do what she say i got a nice place to sleep at and she buy me clothes so what you mean what's the what you what your question when they enjoy being in that position um do is there a lot of credence given to men who enjoy those positions because most men want to act like men don't enjoy those positions and i beg to differ i do think that men will most men will pretend men will pretend that most men um don't enjoy those positions and it is because it's not looked upon as manly being dominated by a woman and you know being uh nagged all the time and and berated and and you know being um disrespected even one some might say um is not typically a a something that a man would be proud of um nor is it something that men want to want aligned with them like what man wants to be like oh yeah this majority of men get down like this like majority of the people that belong to the very group that i belong to despite the fact that the tenets of manhood speak against this and and would have one behave in a way that would uh be a stark contrast to a henpecked man um i think you know when we think about like our conditioning and um what we've been made to believe manhood is it is complete opposite to what a handpicked man displays and as a result most men are going to um push back on the notion that there's a large group of men that fall into that category and 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 are okay with it yeah yeah i i agree i agree um shout out to dane c Thank you, Dane. He says it's impossible to be dominated by a woman when you're six feet two and over two hundred and fifty pounds. All you got to do is be nice. We know y'all are uh, exactly. uh, feminine deprived. We know I that y'all are femininity deprived. Exactly. Of um, even big football players. There was one football player that ended up filing charges. He said he was being abused by his little bitty tiny white wife that she was calling him the N word, calling him bees. And I think he might have even had her videotaped. Um, in addition, when you think about the guy who was very stocky and he was in Miami and the little blonde girl that he was dating um, ended up, you know, uh, unaliving him in the shot or unaliving him at their apartment. Um, yeah, you can like being henpecked. Um, it has nothing to do with size. Um, really and truly, it's a mental state. It is literally mentally where you are and what you allow and what you permit. Um, it really has very little to do with your physical strength and capabilities. Facts. Um, do you? How much of an impact do you think that it has on, let's say, a family of four? How do you think it impacts the children when they see the mom, the mom as dominant and the father is henpicked? <laughs> that was my next question. Um, well, it was similar. Like, well, my question was essentially, um, do children pick up on it? Um, and I do think that they pick up on it. I think that it impacts them. I think that they have a 
warped view of relationships, if you will, in my opinion, because I'm a traditionalist and I'm speaking from the standpoint of a traditionalist. Um, they oftentimes, the daughter will grow up to think that a man, I mean, a woman is supposed to be, is supposed to dominate and a man is supposed to be henpecked, be a simp, be weak, be, uh, you know, cowardly, be run over by the wife and the, the son may grow up thinking that that is his role to to kind of um align with all of those things too so i do think that children will likely have a skewed view of manhood and womanhood in my opinion and you know this is my opinion okay. what about you um i think that when uh people see those type of situations I, I I don't know um, because then I, it kind of made me think like, well, were the men that that do prefer those types of relationships, do are they dealing with a lot of childhood traumas or how healthy yeah. was the relationships in their households that they saw that, you know, they ended up being henpecked. And to me, if the guy is henpecked, that does say a little bit of mommy issues. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can see that. So I don't know, but it 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 was like uh it it does seem like the the boys would probably be weaker, and you would think that boys that come from homes with, you know, with fathers in it, that they all turn out to be dominant, and that's not always the case either. It's interesting, though. Um, I think that yeah, I, that's you brought up an interesting point when we talk about like if there's some childhood trauma because I didn't really I hadn't really thought that far and there's a very real possibility that people in those relationships grew up seeing the very things that we're talking about they their children are going to be impacted by and as a result that's why the woman feels she has to dominate or the man feels he has to acquiesce you know um, because of what they grew up seeing and the unresolved trauma surrounding that um, that's very possible uh, as it relates to, you know, one of the possibly many factors impacting the relationship and allowing those parties to take upon the roles that they that, that they're taking upon in, in those relationships. So, yeah. Um, a shout out to Marvel Cousins. He says, hope y'all are having a good evening. Thank you so much. We're hoping Thank you. you're having a good evening as Definitely well. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, and shout out to Sirism. What's happening? He Thanks says salute from the Macosphere Jack. Uh a hashtag a masculine man. At, praise God. Ain't no uh, thank, praise God. Thank you, Sir Ism. I wanted to highlight something real quick. Okay. So Auntie Wanda says she doesn't think that CC. Ooh, Auntie Wanda in the profile. Yes. Oh, not the red girl. Yes. Okay, don't hurt him. Um, See, Auntie always going to keep her groove, baby. Yeah, <laughs> she looking quick. Um, that she does not think that Cece is disrespectful to Russell Wilson. Um, I don't think she is either. I think that Sierra is doing what I highlighted earlier when I talked about a woman can dominate without being dominant. Um, I don't think she has to. I think literally her femininity being on display, being sweet, being loving to him, 
doing the things he likes, baby, she could dominate by doing all of those things. Um, she is dominating from a standpoint of using her femininity and her sexuality. And I, to be completely honest, I think that that will probably get you further. I think that a man isn't going to ultimately typically feel disrespected by you dominating him and they will more likely be okay with the role that they're playing when you're loving to them, sweet to them, you cater into their needs, you're doing the things he likes. Yes. What man gonna be like, oh no, I don't want this in a woman, <laughs> you know? All she do is put on that damn baby voice and listen, Russell, baby, but you know, I want these this new Chloe bag and <laughs> you know all the things, baby. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Sierra be talking about she want Lambo trucks and shit. Oh, like, of course. Yeah, she Russell got the whole like, Birkin collection. <laughs> listen. That part. Investing in her it. clothing line when no one she'll know nothing about fashion and all the things. But yeah, Girl, that's what happens. She got a husband. She should have came out with like a fit line or something. Yeah. We'd have bought it. We'd yeah. have got into like, it. But anyway. Yeah. Are you ready um, to drop the link? Yeah, we can drop the link for a minute and, you know, have a few people come up. If someone wants to challenge what we've said, or if somebody wants to come up and admit that he is or has been henpecked before, that he's been in a relationship with a dominant woman and tell us your experience. We, this is a judgment-free zone. This is a safe place. Absolutely. I'm not no, going to laugh. Concrete's not going to laugh at you. Listen, really I bet you we would be surprised. Like the really person who's probably been in a relationship with somebody and been dominated, probably I give like a, a Kit Clouds, maybe an Andy, you know. Big truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Big truck, for sure. He going to let Becky dominate him, for sure. Hey, Big Truck. Good, good hey, evening, truck. ladies. How are you today? What's being submissive as usual what's up big truck well, well submission is good submission no, is a very good is... thing so uh <gasps> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute are we getting the calmer calmer gently we're getting the professional uh you're you're, you're, you're uh, getting uh the uh corporate voice today yes oh, come oh, on big truck for now, anyway, um, as I was about to say, uh, nobody is going to come on this panel and admit to being henpecked because you already know that would be the end of their Manosphere career. They would never be able to show up again with their avatar. They would be laughed off the stage completely. So you already know that. Now, uh, as far as henpecked men, my best friend, I, I got a good look at what henpecking looks like. Your best um, friend? Yeah, sure, my best my, my best friend, he was with the chick for 10 years before uh -huh. they had their first kid. 10 years, at least 10 years. Actually, I think it was more like 15. Did their daughter and, graduate from high school yet? Well, it was a boy. Okay. It was a boy. So uh, they had a boy. And uh, let me tell you how bad it was. First of all, I don't like her at all. I can't stand her. Um, the way is it black? is. No, no, no. They're Hispanic. Um, basically, I think part of the problem was he lived with his mom too long. Now, his mother, divorcee, he was living in a small apartment with his mother until like he was like 35, I believe. I think that's absolutely not healthy at all. And um, as far as this chick goes, uh, which when we would go out, like we'd go out uh, double dates or whatever, she wouldn't let him go to the bathroom by himself. She would actually wait outside the bathroom to make sure no other women were trying to talk to him. Wow. Yeah. And it got a lot worse. Uh, we, you remember back in the old days of Nextel phones? Yes, she would actually, right. yes, that's right. 
she would force him to leave his phone at the desk because we were sitting at the office cubicle. She would force him to leave his phone running just so she could listen in to make sure that no other women were trying to talk to him at work. And I'm looking back at him and I'm like, why is your phone on? You forgot to turn your phone off. And just to come to realize she's got the goddamn phone running to make sure that nobody's trying to talk to him at work. And, I, and I'm like, this is psychosis bordering on obsessive, compulsive. And I just never liked her. I, I'm sorry. And um, again, um, this hidden pecking thing, some women lead with femininity, but there's a lot of women who lead with aggressiveness and masculinity. And the problem is there, you know, I'm not, maybe I shouldn't say problem, but there are some men who are, uh, responsive to that because they've got it out of their own single mother lifestyle with their, you know, their mom's the, the only one in their life. The father's not there. So uh, they they respond to that, uh, having a woman um, yelling at them and raising her voice all the time and telling them what to do. It's really, really sad. It's, re it's really, really sad when you look at it. But, you know, all I can hope is that, you know, things work out for them. Because me personally, I can't stand her. I turn like when they invite me over, I don't want to go because of her. I don't like being around her. Can she cook? Mm, no, nah, she can To tell you the truth, she can't cook at all. No. That's but you know you what? Like when you think about those that's relationships, not the reason. typically it's gonna impact your other relationships. Cause I could see that. Like certain men like not wanting to be around or your best friends or family, and you know what I mean? Like they see that you're a shell of the man that you once were, and they like you know, they may not want to engage with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I can't stand dealing with him. And he's still in a relationship with her? Oh, yeah, they're still in a relationship. They never got a real marriage. Um, they, you know, <laughs> they, he put the ring on her, but they never actually got like a real marriage where you go to the church or you go to even the Justice of the Peace and you've got your friends and family all around. They never got a real wedding. You know, they, they just got this, you know, fly-by-night little, you know, yeah, we're married thing, you know, it's, 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 uh, and, and I, I always think I'm like, you know, I always expected more out of you. I, you know, I thought that you were going to do better by, but you know what, listen, if he likes it, I love it. So is he happy? No, I, I'm fairly certain. He, I could tell he's not happy. You know, how, how, can how, you tell? How, how could you be, here's a question. If you had somebody who was literally calling you all the time, just to make sure that you have no other relationships or you're not talking to anybody at work or keeps your phone on to make sure that you're not talking to anybody at work and you have nobody at work who's not a male friend. I mean, how 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 uh, happy could you be? I would be miserable. You'd be miserable. Well, I mean, why does he continue to stay there and how long have you said they've been together? I think it's like mental illness. Uh, they've been together like 15 years. I, I think, it, you know how when you have obsessive compulsive disorders and that's in a relationship, people feed off of each other. Usually here in New York, it ends. It, you, yeah, codependence. Usually here in New York, that ends with somebody stabbing the other one normally. Sometimes it's mm -hmm. choking. Mm -hmm. But that's usually how it ends, yeah. I mean, the whole problem is, though, is like you'll preach a message to women, especially if they're in abusive relationships. Um, and, you know, if they stay in those abusive relationships, we're always curious as to why they stay. And a lot of men will say, oh, well, you know, they like it in those abusive relationships because why they ain't leave? And I'm sitting here and I'm asking the same question. Well, 
if he's that unhappy you know you you have rental houses and properties and shit he can come stay on one of your properties but, but keep oh, how you offer? So, here's the thing some people convince themselves that they're happy with the situation where from the outside looking in you know that they're probably not like for instance no woman you could never look at a woman who gets beat up by a, a man and say she's happy but if you ask her if she's happy she may say yes so you know that there's something wrong there you just know there's something wrong there. And that's, again, that's how some of these relationships end up. It usually ends up with domestic violence. Has he ever hit her? Had corrective action with her? Uh, uh, he has never corrected action to her, but he has <laughs> oh correction God. action. Well, I was about he to has, say Hold on. He has corrective action to his mother. What? Oh, wow. oh yeah. Do you, you think he has some uh, trauma from his childhood, like with his mom or something? Well, well, you could think if you if you had to live with your mother into to your thirty five in a small apartment, and let's uh, and I'm not I'm gonna add this in. Let's say you got bed bugs in your apartment and you had to oh. throw out your mattress and you ended up having to share the bed with your mother. Might you have some kind of traumas? Yeah, probably. Damn, right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it gets it's a deep rabbit hole. It's a very deep rabbit hole. How come you won't let him move into one of your spots? No, he doesn't want to move in with me. He wants to stay right there in that miserable relationship that he's in. With so his, he's happy. With his, you know, uh, it's happy. What is this word? Okay. It what does happy like mean? What is that? He's happy. You sound oh, like no. he's happy. I, I mean, it's happy and misery. You know what they say? Misery loves company. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe he is. I, I don't know. But my thing is, I just I've seen them have issues before. Like she's checking his phone and say, "Oh, you cheating on me?" And 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 they've seen them tussling over the phone before, and that that was happening right in front of her parents. So yeah. and you know, I don't know. I, Oftentimes, I, but, when women are in, like when you see men in henpecked relationships and the woman is the dominant, um, oftentimes their friends become enemy of the state because they don't want them to have a social life. And they're like, oh, you going out hanging with such and such? Like they have a problem with anybody that's close to them. Yeah. Well, she doesn't like the fact that I text message him, call him, or go to see to meet well up with him, have lunch and stuff with him. She doesn't like the fact that, like, I do that. And sure enough, while I'm with them, a phone call is going to come in. A lot of times I have to look at him. I'm be like, yo, listen, is your phone running right now? Because it's almost like he's wiretapped because she forces him to have the phone on. And it's it's just disgusting. And it makes me not want to be around him, you know? Damn. Yeah, it's a damn shame. It is. like I agree wholeheartedly. But you if you he like it, we love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just hope that it doesn't end in violence. Yeah, I said yeah. that earlier. I think oftentimes, like you know, women are you know typically will brag about ha being in relationships where they're the dominating force. But even yeah. those men, sometimes they're pushed to their breaking point. Wait, they have children, right? One after fifteen years together, they got one. A boy or girl? Boy. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, and by oh, it gets better. They still live in the house with the step parent, with the with the uh, mother-in-law, the mother-in-law, oh, father-in-law. No. No. Yeah, like here you are. Now, now, mind you, he's older than I am, so you're 42, and you've got your 
you're living in the house with your mother-in-law, father-in-law in a bed and a room directly above her brother-in-law. So if y'all were ever getting your fuck on, he's hearing it. Now think about that for a second. Well, and that's partially because the real estate is so high here that they can't de- like if you're trying to save up to buy a house, you're chasing inflation to the point where you can never have enough money. Anything you bid on, you're going to get outbid. Thanks. Because here in New York, a starter house, uh, even a, a cheap starter house that's ugly is $500,000. I can believe it. Yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. So basically, when they invite me over, I never want to go. So what you be what you be saying like when they be like big truck we having some barbecue, and we got white women over here. What you gonna do? What well, no, saying? but they never have white women over yeah, here. Yeah, white women gonna be there. Now, if there's white women there, I will drop everything I'm doing and I will jump I in the car. It. I will drive I over, put on my suit, put on my Kevin Samuel suit, drive over. <laughs> but we know a black man will step on his mama's neck, baby. Yeah, but they, they they don't they don't delve they don't delve in the levels of uh, class that I do. So. Oh, okay. okay. They don't they don't delve okay. there. No. Okay. Yeah, but it don't matter. Even if it's a white girl that you're slumming for, we know Be- Becky is a Becky. Yeah, well, Be- Becky's got some um, incredible uh, actions and such that she. Wait, can let me put ask you a question, right? Yes. So are New York women, white women, the same as like white women everywhere else? Because I know their black women are different. Very different. No. Well, New York. See, the thing about it is New York women are, uh, you know, they're they're not. I, I think these women in the South are more driven towards this high value man nonsense. But the women here, nah, they'll they'll date guys who are more, uh, you know, not not high value because they don't expect that. Because it's so different, you know, it's so difficult oh, to get that here. I got you. So down south, like Atlanta and everything, they expect everybody to be acting like they're a rapper and making it rain everywhere and everything. <laughs> but the women, no, the women, the women here, if you're a man and you've got a car and you have your own apartment, you've got all the women in the world coming after you. Yeah, but, most of them are having a, you know, using rent controlled apartments or having, you know, living, having multiple roommates and stuff like And New York is ridiculously expensive. If you got your own apartment, maybe you're doing good. Yeah. And if you have your own house and you're a man here, you're basically God on earth. Wow. So you should have all the black women throwing that. Well, let me ask you something, Big Charles. I don't want them in here. But you in New York, like there, there is, there's no place in the U.S. that's more diverse. What about the, um, what about going to the Bronx and get you a Hispanic chick? Do you, excuse me, do you under, do you understand? Are we from the Bronx? Have you any idea how dangerous the Bronx is? Have you, have you any idea how dangerous the Bronx is? If you go to the Bronx, either your car is going to get stolen, damaged, or you're going to lose your wheel. There's a lot of Hispanics, just like them spicy Latinas. Check it out. Check it out. If you if you're a black man and you want Hispanic women, your best bet is to get a Dominican and to get her from somewhere local. But if you go to the Bronx, all you're gonna find is nasty attitude Puerto Ricans. What's wrong with a Bariqua? A Bariqua will slit your throat, just like your your girl on the block with Jen. You could tell she's got some violence in her. Uh-huh. What? Jen was pretty cool, but I can see like a Cardi I, I like B. her too. I like her like too. Like a Cardi she... B, she gonna drug you and then have a tranny in the room. Well, that's, oh. that's, my, that's my point exactly. Oh. It's like they, there's some violent they ass whore. women. Those are some yeah. violent women. Those Puerto Ricans, they will claim you as a man, 
but God forbid you step out of line, then you got to go straight to domestic violence. Oh, wow. uh, A lot of Hispanic (laughs) men be handpicked. A lot of them, yes, you're right. A lot of Hispanic men, they they will just roll with it, and they won't raise their void. They'll just roll with it. Man, we gotta get mixed. How universal up in here? I because said a Marisol, not a Keisha. Marisol. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Marisol. Mig you back in the state yet? What's happening? Yeah, I just got back in this morning, man. Yes. Did you find did you your wife a 90-day fiance? Huh? Did you find you a 90-day fiance? I wasn't I wasn't on that this trip. Oh. I was just <laughs> what uh, you was on. I was just getting like a, a lay of the land. She ain't let you hit. Familiar. <laughs> he paid. He got a forty dollar no. hole. You bring your bag of rice. First of all, first of all, forty dollars is really high. Uh, to, uh, Damn. I wasn't on that. I wasn't on that. You ain't bring a bag of rice. No. <laughs> <laughs> bag of rice there is only like ten cents. See, that's why twenty dollars to get. Listen, twenty dollars to pay their rent for the month, bro. I will say. When I was there, I picked out on um, on fresh fruit. Um, you can pick out Columbia. on food, like five, yeah, for five for five dollars a day um, through the street vendors. Um, never ate so healthy. Said, we don't want to hear about no never damn fruit. We want to hear about the hoes. Be careful, <laughs> I was the black man that was a YouTuber. You know, he went to Columbia. It didn't end good for uh, this. This one it's really concrete. <laughs> One black man I that, that got story close. It dropped off with I still don't know what happened to that man five hundred thousand dollars, and the only person that was translating and was also a part of the deal with him was his girlfriend. So you know how to speak a little Spanish, right? Yeah, I'm getting Ooh. better at it. Oh, MGTOW, you know how you better have your Google Translate up. I, um, I use it this time, but next time I'm gonna be more prepared because um, yeah. Okay, uh, so when you was asking them, well, so when you jumped off the plane, right, and you was walking through the airport, they was like, "Hey, Papi, are you a rapper? Are you a rapper, Papi, Ch- Papi Chulo?" They what probably thought he was um, Kodak Black. <laughs> <laughs> I did get called Michael Jordan once. I'm not gonna lie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't look nothing like Michael Jordan. Like, come on, man, what are we doing? Michael Jordan's been retired for they like all of y'all years? look alike. Twenty five years, <laughs> almost. Come on, man, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> that bitches ain't shit, y'all. But y'all, but y'all. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to bust out laughing or uh, if I should have been half Michael Jordan height. Oh, they talking about my oh, even God. <laughs> Them Brazilians, baby, they was trying to butter you up, baby. They see me coming mile away. No, I didn't go. To, I went to Columbia, oh, but uh, if, if that was Columbia, I, mean, I can't imagine um, if I uh, um, go to Venezuela how that's going to be. But yeah, um, so I you have... stepped off the plane, and they were screaming and stuff. No, what not, happened? Not like that <laughs> at all. Okay, what happened? Tell us. Well, when I was doing my walk, I met some women, um, and I was greeted with a smile. <laughs> Um, but they were nice. It was it made me feel very welcome and everything. No, they were not professionals, so at least I don't think so. But uh Well you see a man on the street. Well yeah, because there they there's a lot of people that sell stuff on the street. Like okay. maybe it's okay. coffee, maybe it's wa- uh water, fruits, uh food, so on and so forth. Street vendors. Yeah. Uh, okay. A lot of them. A lot, a lot of them. 
Wait, wait, um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just hold up. Concrete, why the hell you had to why you had to holler like that? Because uh you know so I don't need nobody knowing like he got damn gizzards out the gas station in Fay and Mississippi, oh, they good. Oh, oh, I thought that was shit. <laughs> I got your ass. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Mick Tower. You see she be on some bullshit. <laughs> you gonna highlight that for her. Go ahead, oh. <laughs> hey, shit. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I love the trip. I uh, can't wait to go back. And uh, uh-uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't skip the whole goddamn segment of the story. Okay, we still you. When I went, you went, when I got off the plane, I just went to my Airbnb, and that was it. It wasn't. How big was your like Airbnb? Oof. it was actually pretty. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how to describe it, but it was big, uh, small. Was it luxury? It was big, yeah. I don't, luxurious, I don't, rather. I don't do one of those small rooms with the t- that small ass TV in the corner. No, I just I need a large space. So you so bought did you out. have? Did you meet some female friends that you brought back I, to your Airbnb? I met a couple. Be careful because they'll rob you. They'll set you up to get robbed. No, I did not do that. <laughs> uh, I wasn't. I wasn't on that kind of time. And yeah, I do know about that, but uh, oh, okay. I wasn't on that kind of time. I went on a date. Was nice, but. Yeah. You went on a date, you ain't hit. I wasn't trying to. I Why? wasn't on that kind of time. I'm not. He ain't want to spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to spend $30 in the back of it. Oh my God. No, it was just a date and we had a great time and that was that. She I wasn't was... trying to give it to you? Uh, you know, if she ain't trying to give it to you on the first date, she really don't like you. No, she trying to trying to get him to marry her. Actually, Roger, actually, Roger says two dates, not one. And oh, that's that's even in the long game. And even, when they and don't even try to give really you short. none, and you just exchange numbers, why's she gonna tell you about how um her water got cut off or something in the next week or so? I don't give a damn. That's what she that. doing. You wasn't gonna help her get our water cut back on? No, for what? <laughs> why? I'm I mean, not, you no. got guys that bought. Uh, that's their business. And all type of stuff for her, her and little Miguel. You don't want them to have running water. I don't give a damn about that. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Look about at him not Miguel. caring about little Miguel. What? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Y'all are hard. She gonna have so, to. So was water. you there on a business trip or was it a personal trip? It was a personal trip. You, it was personal and you ain't get no ass? Like, what's the whole purpose of Did you need I'm game over trying, there? No, you do not, actually. I was just wait, over wait, there wait, to wait, really... Wait, 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 something ain't adding up. Exactly. Okay. How can you test the waters without even, you know... I'm trying... Well, when we had this conversation before, I told y'all the first trip I was going to have is kind of like get familiar with the area. And then, because it was only for a week. You should have been trying to get familiar with that ass, though. The next, <laughs> the next trip is going to be two weeks, and then that, then yeah. So, you wanted to go scope it out? Are you going to rent from the same Airbnb? From the from the exact same one. I love that place. Okay, from yeah, the exact you same. You spent all Airbnb. that money to go over there. You might as well, though. Like that's a wasted trip. No, I don't. I don't. How many dates did you go money. on? Just one. Why? You've been talking to the same girl? Yeah. Oh. 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 Oh, so she didn't let you hit right off. Okay. I see me, what's going on. I was, that was not my goal. She didn't let you hit. You would have hit that if you could, right? 
If, if you I, I, know, hit, I know what you're trying to do, but that's not. That was I'm gonna tell you something. If you would have hit before you got on the plane, she was gonna tell you she was pregnant. I'm, I'm trying to tell you that's how they run that game. I'm having a little chalupa MGTOW. Now, when they come for you in the comment, when the uh, the lad women come for me in the comment section, I don't want to hear nothing. Listen, I eat rice and beans too. I'm not. I don't discriminate. I'm. Listen, cool. I have lots of Hispanic friends. I definitely don't. Listen, like, yeah. If I was, if I was malicious, um, do I want to put his name out there? Yeah, fuck it, whatever. If I was gonna do what Slive did, I don't know if y'all heard of his channel on that. Um, he's the one that's part Sly. Ace Live, A C E, Ace Live. Oh, Ace Live. Yeah, he he he's a travel vlogger and stuff like that. If I was to do the same thing he did, um, it would be easy, and you wouldn't have to really pay little to nothing. Mm. Um, and it, he's not on that, but like, uh, his strategy was basically, you know, let's just walk around town, meet a whole bunch of people, build your network, and then from the women, because there's always going to be a lot of women. Um, uh uh as street vendors and stuff like that you can always you know come cook for me i'll pay you 10 bucks 20 bucks whatever um come uh so you've been wanting a girlfriend experience basically no i told y'all what i was looking for that's more if you want the girlfriend experience they charge more no that's i I told y'all what i'm looking for um but yeah still laugh a wife, yes. A wife. Um, I don't know about Venezuela, but I'm excited. Um, I think you're gonna fare out better in Venezuela. Venezuela is. Wait a uh, minute! Wait a 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 minute! So you talking to a chick from Venezuela too? No. The thing is, I'm gonna tell you, MGTOW Universe. I really am questioning. Like, are you scared to make the ask? Like, is that what it is? Ask for some ass. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's hilarious. No. I'm I wasn't saying, on that. How you gonna be asking? Can I have a little ass? <laughs> because okay, everybody else go boys. over there, whether they own that or not. I mean, they knocking down ten chicks in one weekend. Facts. No. That's uh-uh. facts. That's never been me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a man okay. of morals. Uh, I see. Are you religious? You waiting for marriage? I'm not religious. Okay, but Russell. you want to wait for marriage? You celebrate? I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not one of these guys that I have to have it right then and there. It says if I, you know, if it's. I so mean, how you know tell, it's been a while though. <laughs> no, it has not been a while. Stop. It, it. hasn't been a while. Oh. No. Are you not. are you practicing celibacy to marriage? No, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> I could go over there, enjoy the environment without getting laid. You know. Oh, you okay. can. I'm Most young. of these fools act like they can't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. If you spent uh, like two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars on a trip, I think you should get some ass out of it. These niggas can't go to Miami for the weekend without if getting I laid. Spent, like, if I spent two or three grand, I'm having a blast. Yeah, like how much? If you want to, you know, um, just under a grand. Under a grand? Should it I ain't bad for your a travel agent? It's pretty inexpensive. They say it's cheaper to travel to some of these countries than it is to travel <laughs> to California. Please, ma'am, may I have a crumb of ass? <laughs> With a little gray poupon. <laughs> I refuse. Oh, God. May I just stick a little bit of the tea? 
Be g- how to be gentle, a little more. It won't hurt. Why am I whispering? I don't know. <laughs> and am I whispering in her ear or? How's this? You know, you got to put on a baby voice when you ask for some ass too. Uh... Have a little bit of ass. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. Mm-hmm. Mixtow. Yes. I really had like high expectations. Like that's the next trip. Listen, you better mm-hmm. come back with some whole stories out this yeah, world. You need me to help you okay. write some. I got some stories for your ad. Like you listen, want pictures we could... too. Listen. Not pictures of that. Just pictures of the <laughs> 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 Not pictures of that. Pictures of, of the beautiful no, next women. Time, next time. Because everybody's saying, like, oh, you know, the women in Brazil and Colombia, if you see how beautiful they are, even the baddest chicks in Miami, they'll put them to shame and yep. yada, yada, yada. And you over there trying to be friends and shit, friend, getting friends on exactly. this shit. What the hell going you on? Get friends on at home. Is that I know. possible? Is that possible? What? Uh, 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 uh. First of all, first world guy going over there getting friend zone. That's that would be. If you crazy. ain't trying to spend no money, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they about they cash. Maria was like, "Look, Poppy, it's gonna cost more than a bag of rice." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This thing over there, like forty dollars. Black men will be like, oh, you know, we can go anywhere in the world and women want us, find us desirable. Not if you ain't opening up your wallet, though. Like, that's their business. They ain't just falling all over you and being like, oh, I never saw a man finer than you because you are African-American man and yada, yada, yada. They want that bread. They trying to feed their family for the week. I bet you you Sri Lankan women looking, uh, looking real good right about now. But you ain't going over to Sri Lanka. You going no, over to Venezuela. I think you have to be Muslim anyway, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Uh, <sighs> but yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go Black Phil route with Venezuela. Average Venezuelan, I believe, makes between twenty and forty dollars a month. Oh so, shit! You gonna brack up so, over there? Oh shit! We could go so there and take about, over. So wait, so, wait, wait, so wait, wait, say, wait, so wait, wait. Thirty dollars in a bag of rice. I got a question. Yeah. Are you going to fucking Venezuela? Yes. No. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so what's the difference in between Venezuela right. and... Venezuela? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to go there because I can get in trouble and I still I want to go back to those countries. But, <laughs> uh, Venezuela Type it in the back is... Chat. is um, I've heard said, a lot you more said what, Wait, hold on. You said what's the difference between Venezuela and Colombia? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, the difference is Venezuela's got heavy sanctions on it, and it's right. gotten so bad there that, you know, the girls have to basically sell themselves for a ham sandwich. Wow. That's oh, wow. So it's cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. $30? $30 in a bag of rice? Yeah, it's overpaid, probably. Oh, so you didn't want to pay for the bag of rice. Mm. <laughs> okay. $20 a month. Maybe he was on a budget I mean, so this time around. Mean. After he spent all that money on okay, um, by the way, by the way, um, you're you're a little incorrect about the Venezuelan income. The average salary in Venezuela is one hundred and thirty-two thousand ves, and in U.S. dollars, that's point zero three three cents. Yo, let's go wow. there and take that place over. Wow. 
We we can go there just take God damn. Uh, let me see. It's uh, per month in U.S. dollars. It amounts to zero point three three. So you're talking about three cents. Three. It's let. It's three. It's less they than are, four cents. Yeah, there are there are there are new stories. I'm I'm reading it. I'm reading it right now off of Explorer Guide average salary in Venezuela. I'm reading it right off now of Google. Dude, we could go there and take that place over. I don't know about that because it's on the dictatorship, I guess. But um, well, that's true. <laughs> that's but true. we can't if we can't clean house. We can't. I mean, could you if, imagine how many women you could buy for like a dollar fifty? We could like buy. We could buy up a block. We could be the kings. But Venezuela is is the next one up after Colombia, though. We're over Brazil. Colombia said Venezuela's next one up. Okay. So, and you said that you are going to hit in Venezuela. Vene getting a visa in Venezuela is, uh, I've heard it's a little tricky. We'll see. Um, well, we're coming yeah, from America, so we can't just go straight there. You have right. to go to another country first. Oh, I right. got you. We'd have you. to catch a plane from Colombia. And, and by the way, the average uh, salary in Colombia is about $1,200. So if you compare that to four cents in Venezuela, yeah, that's a pretty damn big difference. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people have been migrating. A lot of Venezuelans have been migrating to Colombian uh, Colombia from uh, uh, political asylum. Um, so a lot of those three vendors will be Venezuelans. Okay, that's yeah. very interesting stuff, Miktao. Um, Miktao, uh, we we gonna have to dive, do a little bit deep diving when you come Second back trip. from the next one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely before the end of the year. I mean, um, oh, did you go out on a, a date with a single mother? No, I didn't. Well, I don't know. But she told me she didn't have kids. But you don't, you never know, because when y'all told me that, I didn't know that women hiding their kids was like actually a thing. But that no, but that is a thing. That's pretty common in some of these countries. What the women will do is they'll travel from one province to the city to meet you. Meanwhile, they have kids in their uh, in their province. The way you beat that is you have to get them real young. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Like 18, 18, 19, 20. You don't want to do anything over like 18. It's like 18 is perfect. Yes, you do. No, you don't. But you're the one who's telling us to avoid the single moms. So how do you expect us to do it? I'm telling, look, big truck. Yo ass, when I found out you been you ain't get married to the Asian woman and you ain't get married to her. Not yet. And you've been, you've been gallivanting around the country, around the universe. Gallivanting. Gallivanting <laughs> with these other hoes. I, well, I really, well, you know, I I really to say, felt some type of way. After listening to my man right now, now I'm all of a sudden I want to go to Venezuela. Venezuela. I don't know if it's a good idea. Though. They say Big black truck, men aren't you ready to have kids? Too? Uh, not really. I mean, I could wait another four or five years. Oh, do you? You're going to be 75. I'm 40 years old. I, I turned 41 this year. I'm I'm young. It's time you're gonna be 60 when your child graduates. Well, you know what? My my uncle just like he just went with his wife of since 2011, Dominican wife. They got three kids. They've been married since 2011. He is 14 years older than me, so he's 54. Wow. Wow. And his oldest is like six or seven. They just went down to DR. And they saw the uh, mother-in-law, the father-in-law, this, that, and other. And they had a fabulous time. They've been married since 2011. How many 
black marriages lately do you know that have lasted since 2011? Can you please tell me? Um, tell my me. sister, exactly. my dad, my brother. No, no, no. Dad, I'm talking about in this generation. I'm talking about your generation or below. Actually, I know quite a few people. But I'm from Mississippi, so we might be different down there. Yeah, Mississippi is a very different place. It is. Yeah, I hear your married, your married cousins down there. <laughs> yeah. Cousins. There's sundown, there's sundown town, but then there's the whole sundown state. Known I as mean, y'all talking about sundown towns when you'd have went to a whole country and didn't get no ass. So don't talk about Mississippi. <laughs> you would have got if some if ass in that if country. Columbia is a sundown country for black men. Right. You're talking about Mississippi. Don't talk about Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, what are you kidding? Half of the people down there don't even celebrate Juneteenth because they think slavery is still a thing. Yeah. It, it might be, but don't worry about all it. You got it's some parts. Some parts. You know, up until the 2000s, it was a high school in Mississippi that was still segregated. I'm sure there was. Till 2007. You're proving my point. Mm -hmm. Oh damn! Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know if y'all have five G down there. We, we just got it. <laughs> oh, you just got it. Oh, Listen, okay. but you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Like one of the best things about Mississippi is oh. like a lot of the women can dress really nice down there, but like all the city people be thinking like they gonna come down there and dominate, and then the girls down there be kind of flying shit. So I the city girls kind of about Mississippi. It's so funny to see like, like the people from the city. They be like, oh, like oh, these bitches actually got a little style. Oh, okay. That's um, and then when I lived in New York, you know, they thought I was going to be like country as I was country as cornbread. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't think that the men would gravitate to me like that so much when I went to New York. It was great. Like, I felt like, like a southern star. women. Huh? Men from the city like southern women. I, I was I was like overwhelmed because I was like, oh, damn, I'm the Beyonce here. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's weird because they really like southern women down up there so yeah, that's I why i was my trying best to... to stay away from those places you oh, wow. wouldn't marry a woman from mississippi from the south i, I wouldn't even come down to mississippi <laughs> one of my uh one of my friends invited me to come truck. over to texas and i turned him down i was like i don't want to go over there <laughs> first of all why do new yorkers think act like new york is the only place in the world that they would um that they would live in when new york smell like a dang sewer and it's rats running around listen, it's listen, crime it's easy. like come on I mean, listen you can say that but everybody in the world is trying to come here even like Not you never me. hear i'm sorry what 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 city do you live in i live in atlanta yeah well atlanta is where we send poor people who couldn't hack it here <laughs> So, so as soon as they get poor yeah. here, we kick them out, and then they go down there and they pretend that moving down there was their idea. Oh yeah, look, dude, I got twelve foot ceilings for three hundred thousand dollars. Live in New York, it's overcrowded. The rent is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Uh -huh. Tell that to the people it's moving in. Tell that to the people who are trying to move in right now. Our, our, everything here is popping all day long. I'm old and washed. I don't care nothing about popping. I want nobody, peace. Nobody Girl, to that part, they ain't even got it. Hell, the neighbors can see everything that they doing. Listen, they can't even have a lot of conversation. They ain't got no yard facts. No, no, no. 
I'm fairly certain both of y'all probably have bigger houses and prettier houses than I do, but I guarantee you if I gave anybody an opportunity and they say, which one do you want to move to? They they would pay $500 a month to move to one of my closets before they come down there just to be here in Manhattan. Are you kidding? Uh, I doubt it. I think when you're younger, I think New York is a cool place because you're young right. and you're you're looking for that type of fun. How long is that going to last? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then when you get down here to this good old country living Listen. where you get to see the the uh rabbits and the wild turkey oh. and the deer. I've had people the, the from live here though, they move back because they say it's too quiet down here. Like, what that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I think exactly that but but I think it's because y'all have PTSD. Yeah. We don't have no yeah. PTSD. Y'all do have PTSD. And it's complex. From what? From what? You think about think about an environment to where you hear sirens and people yelling trains. and trains gunshots and gunshots and that is a constant in your brain. And then you come down can't here sleep without that? Yeah, I know. And then you come down to a place like this and you really can hear like individual birds. We you can hear, hear the hummingbirds actually birds. humming. Burning you can, in the front yard. There's that. Yeah, like grass and sunshine yeah. and fresh air and shit and, and clean I mean, vegetables. Your apartment I mean, can fit in my closet. Like, come on. And then the, the disjointed apartments, the apartments will have a shower in one bathroom and a toilet in another. Like, New York is absolutely, and then we'll be charging okay. you like $8,000. Excuse me. If they, listen, it those water, no listen, listen, those, those are called water closets. And those were made because we had a lot of illegal foreigners come here and they were set. No, fake ass bass. They were chopping <laughs> up these houses and they were screwing up these houses. That is not common. How to New many York illegals did you mess with, Big Truck? How many illegal aliens that came here? Yeah, that's it. They was like, I need a place to stay, Big Truck, and you know I'll do anything. <laughs> um, under the advisement of my lawyer, I probably shouldn't answer that question. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me something now. No, don't tell on yourself. Y'all make me tired. But but I'll, I'll tell you this: I when I when I moved into this house, I had Dominican neighbors asking me from day one, "Oh, are you gonna rent out part of your house?" I was like, "I don't want you motherfuckers in here." Oh. I had my postal guy; he was delivering my mail, and when he saw me, he was like, "Hey, are you gonna rent?" I was like, "No, I'm not gonna rent. I don't want y'all wow. up in here." I, and that's how it is. People across the street from me think I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> like they can't figure it out they're like how does that guy live there by himself how does he do it concrete i just sent you a video of the type of women that big truck mix messes with uh -oh, new york a city. video from new york city huh cardi yeah b. big big truck i'm gonna send it to your instagram too a cardi b i i just sent it to you <laughs> is it those spicy latinas tearing up that restaurant oh, only fresh no, off the boat listen. latinas or <laughs> Fresh off the boat. Oh my gosh. Only fresh off the boat. If she doesn't oh speak English, no problem. Wow. That's actually a plus, actually. Yeah, damn right. If she doesn't speak English. Yeah. If she doesn't all she has to do is cook clean, not speak English. Exactly. The less less so, is wait more. a minute. You don't want you don't actually want uh, a relationship. You want a masturbation vessel that cleans. Listen, you don't think I need her finding out about human rights and stuff like that, do you? No. So basically, if I need to talk to her, I have Google Translator right on my phone. That's All you got to do is type it in and say, listen, Hafida, I want beans and rice Hafida. and chicken. That's hilarious. Hafida, 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 Hafida. <laughs> Hafida. Yeah. 
Yeah, anything foreign. Nothing, none of this domestic stuff. They'll do you wrong and you'll be divorced and you'll lose half your shit. Y'all think that foreign women don't do that too? Or y'all think it's yeah, just... They, they can't do it if they're not citizens. They can't take half your shit if they're not... I'm not... You think I'm letting her pledge citizenship? Hell no. Why? What's, your, what's the purpose of her being with you? Because if she may like as long as she works on my plan, she's cool. But the second she messes up, she's going back. I'm gonna put her right back in that Amazon box and ship her right back. Oh, return to sender. That's how you're not playing those games. We're not, we're not playing those games. It's better. Listen, it, having that kind of marriage is better than pump and dump, wouldn't you agree? Yep. Exactly. Did, didn't didn't Sister George just say like 30 minutes ago that men should have an abundance mindset? Thank you. Yeah. I meant on some other shit, not the oh, okay. shit y'all talking about. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but are y'all ready to shut this thing down? Cause definitely, Kerlin and left me in the house by myself, child. What did I tell y'all? Nobody was gonna come up here and say they've been him. Are you kidding? Nobody's gonna come up. I here thought that. that's what MGTOW was coming. No, I'm <laughs> disappointed in y'all because oh, I said I, I thought. Hey guys, no, of course not. MGTOW, let him answer yes. the question. What was the question? Have you ever been with a woman that was dominant and you were henpecked? Dominant and henpecked. Um, dominant... You gotta think about it that hard? No, because when, when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I really didn't have my shit together. So I'm really, oh. I'm thinking about it wasn't as bad, it wasn't abusive, but she would try it. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, I didn't let it slide, but she would try it. Um, and I did move in with her, so yeah, I guess that you, is. You moved in with her. Was she yeah. older than you? She was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Sister Georgia C. Rose, why didn't y'all talk about this new situation where the guy refused to pay for the 18 guests at the birthday party? I you started to talk that. about that shit, but we yeah. talked about it. I think it was a skit. You would have yeah. had way more. You would have way more participation than talking about men being impact. Listen, we had to get that conversation. We need y'all to be accountable. Listen, y'all talk. None of, you, you know, see how uh, none of them showed up, right? You see how none of them joined, right? Talking about accountability. <laughs> we had thought about it. I said I was going to start the the great reset to get the space back popping since y'all done died and shit. And um, since I'm the leader of the manosphere, I figured I should start, oh. you know. I don't know about all that. Oh, uh, you know, Kevin put me in charge. I know. uh, Excuse me. Fresh and fit are the leader. Myron Gaines is the uh, de facto asshole leader of the Manosphere at this point. Wait, what? Myron, Myron, yeah, I'm sorry. He pretty much is, yeah. Fresh and fit are the leaders of the Manosphere? We're going to do a topic. We're going to do a show called Is Myron Gaines Y'all's New Leader? And I I, listen, I don't want him to be my leader. I think that dude's off his rocker, but um, I don't want, he's not my leader. Why, why no. don't you like Myron? Y'all got a nine Cause, cause he, he's like, he's like Kevin Samuels with half the fucking tact. It's, it's like, he's terrible. I'm surprised one of these girls- Half the life experience, half the tact. He doesn't have the finesse that Kevin he has. has. None of it. He has none of and it. And he don't know how to dress. And, and his buddy, Fit, that guy, it's like he can barely hold a conversation. It's like right. talking to like, like, uh, like talking to the, it's like, a bimbo. It's like you remember Planet of the Apes when Caesar <laughs> learned to speak? That's kind of like bimbo. what it is. Yeah, wow. it's like those dudes, uh, strangely enough, those dudes are basically at the head of it. Wow. Wow. You know, they really are because I can't think of anybody else. They said um, Kendra G. 
No, yeah. fuck that shit. I no. Why? Because she black? Uh, no, because first of all, because she's a woman, number one. And second of all, because she's full of shit. Oh, because she dark skinned? No, she's full of shit. Why she full of shit? Because she got an older, uh, older. She's out against marriage. She's trash. She's trash. You can't be the head of the manosphere and be a single mom. It, no, I'm sorry. No. She a no. single mom? Yeah. I know she had a kid. I heard she had kids or something like that. Yeah, she might, but I never heard. Kendra G, Cynthia G, I can't. I mix them bitches up. I don't even know. Like, well, no, not Kendra. No, no, no. No, they're not that. You can't be the head of the manosphere if you're a woman. That's just that's just the basic rule. Yeah. That's well, I felt like you know, being that we coming into 2023 soon, that you know, a woman could lead. We no, got, we got no, a woman no. vice president. What you mean? No, listen, listen. You only got a woman vice president because they suckered that demented fool into saying, "Oh yeah, I'll pick a black woman." He is demented. That poor man is like, listen. The Republicans are going to take the House in November, and Biden's going to resign, and she's probably going to end up being president. But that ain't going to change shit because <laughs> she's still going to be a lame duck. Because under those Republicans, they're going to give her hell for the next two years. She ain't getting nothing. I don't done. think she has the mental capacity to lead either, and she's Thank just you. so inarticulate and just. <sighs> yes, you're you're right. You're right. You want that being a leader when when women lead on that capacity and they haven't earned it. It's just like right now, I got this Governor Hochul, and I'm, I hope to God Zeldin wins, but he can't beat New York City after this um, uh, abortion shit. Hochul's an mm. idiot. I know she's an idiot, and I've, I've seen her stance, and I know she's an idiot, and there's nothing we could do because these dumbasses inside the city are going to vote for us. So, wow. so I'm stuck. I'm stuck with a moron who do? thinks... She wants to disconnect the natural gas lines from all the new buildings so that the first time we have a power outage, you get to freeze to death. Mm. You know, this is what I'm up against. What can you do? What can you um, do? We got a bunch of uh, idiots leading the pack. Yeah, I know. What are, what are you going to do? And I'm not saying it's because they're women. I'm just saying it's because they don't no. know anything. Because we know Biden is an idiot, too. He's king idiot. Biden is a demented old fool. Yeah, that man. Whew, and geez. the Democrats stole that last election, and this is what you <laughs> You sound just like a Trump supporter. Um, no, well, I am. <laughs> Shout out to Smooth. He says, Big Truck voted for that. Was, uh, smooth, was Smooth in the voting booth with me? I didn't know that, because I thought I was there alone. <laughs> was he in there with me? <laughs> I cannot. What oh, y'all's okay. final thoughts are? Uh, Big Truck, what are your final thoughts, Annie? All right. So as far as this henpecking thing goes, as I said in the very beginning, men aren't going to admit to that. And then even worse, there are some men who may be henpecked but don't even realize it. And there are some men who are currently in the action of being henpecked and they don't realize it's happening. So it's an ugly situation in the examples that I gave you. It's, it's like a really ugly situation. All you can hope is that, you know, the guy someday figures it out and asserts himself. But uh, for the most part, that probably isn't going to happen because, you know, as you said, it's probably due to some lingering trauma that has never been resolved. But um, my thing is, don't let this be you, gentlemen. It's like you don't have to be overbearing and you don't have to be um, – possessive but you should never allow yourself to be submissive because the second like you put these women in charge 
that's when all hell breaks loose. And there's nothing you could do about it at that point because you just basically fell off. So that's all I have to say. So thank you very much. Thank you, big trucker. Appreciate you. Thank you, bro. Thank you, big truck. Um, we have a new guest uh, that just joined us, Black Owned World. How you hey. doing? Doing good. How you doing? Welcome. Doing welcome. good. What's going on? Nothing much. Just listening to you guys. I like the conversation. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Y'all asked about a henpecked. I've never heard that word before. You never heard really? of henpecked before? I've never heard that term before. That's really? an old, maybe it's Very an old, old term. term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you but, ever been henpecked? Henpecked? Uh, yeah, I, I was engaged to a woman that was very dominant. Oh, how did but, that uh, work really? out? Yeah, I'm a stubborn guy, though, so we were just bumping heads the, whenever it get, got to that point. You know what I mean? So what made you stay with her so long? Oh, man. I and propose to her. What made me propose to her? I was in love. It was all about emotion, you know? And I, I got out of, out of my more masculine state and got more emotional and stuff. Like, So you were willing to try to give it a go, at least at some point, um, yeah. until you couldn't. Mm. Yeah, I was like, it, it, I always had that hope that that if I gave her what she wanted, that we would be able to get back to where we uh to where we were when it was good. Mm. But no matter what happened, nah, nah, it, it just got went downhill, and I just kept trying it for about two and a half years. Two and a half years, and I had proposed. I can see that, and that's like how she a got woman. Nervous too. Because she would be like, oh well, if you just proposed then then I, I wouldn't feel insecure. I wouldn't feel this way and that way. And after mm. that, I got to have myself. I was like, you know what? That's bullshit. How was her uh, family dynamic? Like, what type of household did she come from? She came from a family of three brothers, uh-huh. mom and dad. Okay. And so I, I get why. And she was from Chicago. Okay. So she was, I get why she was, she was kind of rugged a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, and what it, was your family family dynamic like? Mine is different. It was uh, I have one brother, and I was raised in a house with my mom and dad. Hmm. Okay. And would you Chicago say women are a different breed, baby? They they are pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And would you, you say that your dad was the dominant one in your household? Ah, uh, no. Or that was, was it a balance? Right there. I was my dad. He wasn't very dominant. Um, don't get me wrong. Mm. He was definitely the uh, the punisher, as they call it. Uh, not really. You know, he was. He was the enforcer. My mom made the rules, and then whenever I broke them, she just like wait till your dad get home. It was that kind of thing. But gotcha. My my mom and dad they were both cope. Um, they were both working and stuff, so they they bumped heads a lot, and that's one of the reasons why they ended up getting a divorce when I was a sophomore. Because my dad said he wanted a wife, and she wanted to keep taking flights and uh, and working on the road. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it's. It really it gets in the way. It's like it's tough to have that dynamic. But I mean, my mom and dad were both there for us, and uh, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. You know, okay. enjoyed my childhood. Did that kind of change how you vet women or the types of women that you're even willing to enter into a relationship with? Your experience with your ex fiance? Well, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I needed. I knew that after that relationship. That I needed to um, find women that want, that weren't conditional uh, feminine, 
they were feminine mm-hmm. as a natural response like that that's just them that's part of their personality yeah because with her i'll be like hey you gonna cook i'm tired this and that i'm like you you said you was gonna work on it. you said you was gonna do this and that but i'm like no why, why try to get with someone who's gonna try to work on something when there's plenty of women out there who are already naturally in that state mm-hmm. that that's just who they are so it's just a matter of that yeah so i i, I told myself after that I was like no more no more dating women that had an issue with uh with those ideas i'm more traditional type of guy right. and in order for me and i also had to change my mindset because growing up in a household with where mom and dad were working i thought i needed a relationship like that but after that i said okay i can't i realized that in order for me to actually get a woman like that that was traditional is like okay with the idea of being a stay-at-home mom or anything like that that i needed to to be able to handle all the bills and whatnot you know there's a give and go with that mm-hmm. So how did that work out and how, how, like, how did that play out in your uh, life? Uh, actually, it's a, it's a lot less stressful as, okay. as far as dating wise, because I know exactly what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. So when I was when I was dating, I'm actually engaged now. Oh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, absolutely. when I was dating before, it was just it was a lot more hectic because I was just, oh, I'll give this one a shot. I'll give this one a shot. And after I started, be, OK. I can't be just be doing this anymore. I got to start focusing in on the ones that actually have the values already. And it's, it's, it's amazing how some people, a lot of ladies that I met, they, they were conditional and stuff, but that's only because they, they, well, I did this for this guy and he broke up with me or he, he cheated. And I'm like, look, you did the right thing. You just did it for the wrong person. Getting rid of doing the right thing will not help you in later on dating wise if you find yourself in a situation where you're doing the right thing for the wrong person just leave don't try to change yourself and make yourself into a into a a worse dating option you know yeah yeah you're right mm-hmm. um how long have you been engaged or and how long have you been in your relationship uh i've known this lady for about four years okay. three to four years and we got engaged two months ago Oh wow! Aww. So you just yeah. just got engaged. Yeah. Does she have any children? She does. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they're older. They're like twenty. One's oh. twenty. Other ones. But uh. Are they still in the house? No, no. I mean, one's in college. The the one that the twenty year olds in college. So, yeah, kind of yeah. Cause on the, during the summer he's home. But he's a good kid too. Okay, I but he on his good. way out. He's twenty. He had away at college. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's like this is, it's um, it's a little tricky because I when I that's one of the reasons why I took four years because I I was not comfortable with the idea of being a uh, a stepdad. I always had it in my mind that I was going to, to um, get married and build my family, not really walk into one, you know. Right. But you know, I met you know, I met her. She's a beautiful woman. She loves the, she she's that that natural femininity that I was talking about earlier. She loves to cook. She wants to cook. She wants to take care of me. And okay. in return, yes. I want to provide and give to her what she wants. Oh, sound like a man with some sense. Oh, child. How refreshing. <laughs> how refreshing, honey. Shit. We don't you get know. that around here. At all. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's a give and take out there. It's just, 
you know, if you want someone to, I, I get the argument ladies always say, well, there's no men to, to be submissive to out here. Like, mm, uh, I disagree. It, they're out there. You're just not checking for them. It, did the did the kid did her having children initially deter you? It did. It did. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's, when I first met her, she was beautiful. I mean, she is still beautiful, of course, but her body, like me, when I first saw her in the grocery store, this other guy was checking her out too, and we just we we gave that each other that look like, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, but that's when I get gather um. I went out and got to know her at first. My, yeah, I was just thinking it's just going to be a good time, not a long time, you know? Yeah. So you was looking, to trying her, to hit it. You hear that, MGTOW? I hope you're getting some game. Ah! <laughs> I was just trying to get it. But when I, but as I got to know her, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, she, she's, she wants to be submissive to a man. I got to make sure I'm that kind of man that she's, that's worth her being submissive to. She's not out here in these streets. She's not even on um on social media like that. Is she originally from the state that you guys currently reside in? She's actually from, oh, this is a combination right there. That's tricky. Because her grandma, she got family in South Carolina, but she grew up in New York. Okay, okay. Which um, I was kind of iffy about that from New York. I, New York lady is a little bit more masculine yeah. for my taste. Yeah. For a lot. Just a little bit. Okay. So, okay. And she has two kids. Are they by the same man? Yeah. She was married when she had them, too. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's relieving, you know. Um, <laughs> it, it, it all it all plays a part. It all, like, guys, I don't think women uh, understand that. Guys, are they're, they're evaluating that. They're, all that stuff is being calculated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And how have you and her kids been getting along? I've never when met you interact her with them. Hmm? I've never met her oldest. Why is that? Uh, she's out and about. She's uh living in Africa and and moving oh. and working. You know, she's uh getting married too. So I haven't met her daughter. I haven't but I met her son. Awesome kid. Great guy. That's one important. If you have kids, Aww. If you have kids, you gotta have make sure they're well behaved and they're they're just. I their think so. that's right. a reflection of how you parent and who you are as a person and your character, like mm -hmm. how your kids move. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good reflection of who you're marrying or partnering with. Exactly, exactly. You got bad kids. I'm gonna think. Okay, is this how she's gonna run my household? Yeah, and do you 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 don't have any kids of your own, right? I do not. No. No, do you still I, want kids? I do. I do. I'm uh I was you know I always wanted to wait till after I got married. I could have had kids in the past outside of marriage, but that's not how I want to do things. Okay. And now I'm going to tell you something that I I found out through a friend, right? Okay. So I have a friend and she got married to a guy that was a little bit younger than her. And I'm not going to say she's my friend. I'll say that we are more so associates because I don't know her, know her. But I know the story. So she got married to a guy that's a bit younger than her. But she had got her tubes tied secretly. And so the guy doesn't know that she got her tubes tied secretly. So he thinks that she just can't have kids. But she didn't want any more kids because she had already had to. Mm. And so, you know, just something to. That's kind of grimy, ain't it? It is. It, it, it really is. 
it really that's is. just like if a guy has a vasectomy and doesn't tell a woman that's wrong is that wrong yeah and absolutely she's gonna, be, she's gonna be upset when it doesn't work out but it's like what do you expect that man to do if if he wants to have children and you and know he doesn't have any and he's in his early to mid 30s so he's i know he's under like 35 mm -hmm. but he, you know he's still in his 30s why has does she told him does she really love i him, think be, i think she really does love him she doesn't give me cheaters vibes i'll say that okay. but i think she has two kids already and her two kids are a handful but mm -hmm. i you know i don't i don't condone the behavior at all i think the right. behavior is like horrible but I think why she doesn't is because she already has to and whatever issues she's going through with their father or fathers, because I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I'd say she doesn't love him. And okay. I don't know her. You know that she's your associate. But if you love someone, especially when it comes to kids, you want them to have you want them to have what they want to be feel complete in life. Right. Yeah. So even if that means that that they can't be with you, the least you could do is at least tell him and let him make that decision for himself. Yeah, um, I think that uh, she's like I said, she's an older woman and was probably feeling that wall closing in on her. And, um, you know, women will do what they have to do when it comes down to their means of survival and um, you know it's a sad thing but you know that's the yeah. kind of world we're we're in well, my lady i'm not saying she's perfect by any means necessary because we have our ups and downs and late night conversations but i gotta say is, um, um wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute uh omega no no i can't tell him oh i don't jump out i'll come tell y'all and if he's listening he could probably i don't know <laughs> I, no, I don't jump off in people's shit like that. No, right? don't do that. Don't Hell do that. No. <laughs> He's still trying to set me up for failure. I like that berserker right there. Y'all don't know anime. Y'all know anime? No. I do. He got the berserk <laughs> symbol yep. on it. So he's but, a stepdad um, and he can't have his own kids. That's foul. That is yeah, foul. Yeah, I mean, like but... He, and and he seems to re, be, to be really interactive with the children. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, he plays football and stuff with them and she has happens. two boys she has two boys and they're 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 boy boys you know they're kind of rough and rugged and yeah she i'm sorry she's only a lot of times and this is one of those situations i believe that women they'll complain about how men waste their time she's wasting both her own and his time because if a man wants to have children he's gonna have kids yeah he, you know especially like, wait my husband's in the comments babe you know who i'm talking about they stay um, around they're not far from us uh, don't 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 tell yourself now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i heard you i heard you, you, you probably listening in we live right down the street <laughs> babe <laughs> i need to see them tubes <laughs> no, you know, no, me and Curlin are old. We decided we didn't want kids. Curlin didn't want kids. Uh, we decided that right off the back. Mm -hmm. So no, thank you. Um, we we're both old as hell. Curlin's 46. <laughs> Stop and it. And I'm 42. Girl. And why do you have to say it like that? No, you, not you wouldn't you believe 
how many people have been asking me and him about having children <sighs> and we're both like are you fucking nuts I'm like, having another now, child with my husband literally if this was maybe five years ago i definitely yeah would. if five years ago and 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 today is way yeah today way if it if it happened you know but it's definitely not nothing that i would be trying for i i mean and then you know like uh the the our 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 mothers my stepmother are you gonna have any more children you know you need to have a a child for your husband and i'm like man you need to have a child for my husband because shit ain't gonna happen here (laughs) shit you can do it oh no honey i mean because you get to a certain age and we have young children already yeah that's true my our kids are grown but i'm gonna tell you something like I'm like, I absolutely love watching my husband father. Like he is the yes. most patient father. He is, like, he is a fantastic father. So I'll be like, baby, I will give you twins. Listen, I'll be like, yeah, we should. And then I think about that. And I'll be like, I don't know kids. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we enjoy, we enjoy our kids now. They can talk. They can walk. They're fully functioning. Girl, get the remote. Listen, I will call my son just on GP to go hand me something. Just on GP. And it didn't check on him. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like, no, we old as hell. But I'm going to read the super chat. And then I do want to get Mahogany in. Uh, Black on stay up because we're enjoying this. Uh, Shout out to JTC. He says another successful, successful. SNV converse stream. What does SNV mean? Oh no. Yeah, what does that mean? He usually says like S Y S B M, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. Saturday night video? Oh, uh, well, it's not, it not Saturday. Saturday night video. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking. SNL, like Saturday night live. I don't know. Yeah, like uh-uh. Um, uh, but mahogany, what's up, Chica? Oh, soft nigga voice. Oh, I, how did we forget that? Um, cause you're not uh, up, up here like rah. I hate black women. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they be coming up here to do. <laughs> how did yeah. I not? How did I not get that? But <laughs> sorry, cause I should know. If anybody should know, I should know, because I'd be like, oh, we got that soft nigga voice. Um, go ahead, Mahogany. I'm going to shut up. Hey, ladies. Hey, gentlemen. I'm, girl, I caught you, and I'm so glad. I have so much to say. <laughs> I have, y'all, have, y'all have inspired me. I'm going to bring my boo up here. We are going, we've done shows before in the past, like cooking shows oh, together, but yes. I am going to bring him up here. We, yeah, yes. I've got to. And um, it's, it's freshening. I mean, I just, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been listening that long. So I'm gonna go back. I hope I don't sound repetitive, but like one thing that kind of, that kind of gets on my nerves about the entire space is that everybody acts like everybody's relationship has to be the same. And like my relationship is, is so, I won't say it's unorthodox, but it's, I think it's the everyday relationship because a lot of relationships just kind of, we just kind of go with the grind, um, meaning we do what's best for us. And I think that's what you have to do. I think one of the worst mistakes that 
people can do for another people is tell people, you know, this is what I want. This is what my life looked like. And it turned out great. So you've got to build your life just like mine is. Well, your household, your personalities can be completely different. I used to be a stay at home mom. I did it for, with my first marriage. I did it for, I'd say maybe a year and a year and a half. And at that time, and it's all about where you are in your life. At that time, I, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. I love my husband to death, love my baby to death. But I was ready to get back out there and go into the workforce. Um, so now it's been years. I've been working, doing different things, traveling. And now I'm, I'm kind of going backwards. And now I want to take a break from work. So it's like I'm in a completely different place than I was when I was younger. And so my lifestyle is just different. Now I'm more settled. I'm not going from state to state. I'm not doing all these things that I used to do. Um, and I am, you know, I want to back down a little bit. I want a vacation. I want to travel. I want to see the world. And I want to take my man with me. I want to take my son with me. I want to take my mom with me. So like at this point in my life, it's it's different than it was 20 years ago when I was trying to um, do all that work. And I, I still was young. I didn't have a bad back. You know, I didn't have all the issues that I've got now. So I just I wanted to just bring mm -hmm. that up. And yeah. My thing is to each his own, like this brother, that's what he wants. He knows what he wants. And I respect it. And I think women respect it, especially when you're honest with a woman and you tell a woman what she wants. When I got married, um, I'm going to be honest. We discussed a lot of things. And as far as the stay at home, that was not really, it, it was understood that when I had my son, that's what, what I was going to do. And we want to do it for a little while till he could speak. Right. Cause we didn't want our son just being, with a stranger and couldn't speak and tell us if there was an issue. You know, now mm -hmm. they are cameras and all this stuff. Back in the day, they didn't really have all that stuff. So when he got, uh, I broke it a little bit early, but he was staying with my mom anyway. He was staying with family. So I wasn't really worried about him being hurt or anything like that. Um, I do want to say the baby thing, like I just turned 43, but I've been on a baby journey. I don't give a damn anymore, y'all. I've talked about it. I'm going to talk about it some more, honey. I'm going to talk about my IVF journey because I think a lot of women. Oh, wow. Get, yes, boo, honey, thousands oh. of dollars. Yeah, I'm going to talk I, I, about it. I'm going to because wow. so many women, and let me tell y'all, y'all. So not just so many women, but men. So many couples are going through it. One of my good friends, they just had their first baby. She's 42. He's 40, and they are happy as can be. It's um, it's both of their first child. Um, and so I just I want to tell people about this because it is something that so many older couples are going through. Like myself, maybe they've been married in the past or maybe they've never been married and now they're older and they want to start their own family and it can be done. It's not too late. You are not too old, Sister George. You get back on that horse. <laughs> it's not, you're never too old. You're never, no, well, I'm just joking, Sister George, but it's, I, because I've had people come to me and it's like, why do you guys want to, because we want to goddamn do it. Mind your Absolutely. business. Absolutely. No one has yeah. to raise a child but you. Yeah. Right. And so I there's hope. There's hope. Um, but I like this brother up here. Um, yeah, he needs to keep on coming around. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I, I, I was so I, calm. Like I, I enjoyed our right. panel. Like I really enjoyed our panel discussion today because everybody was so calm and funny and laid back and cool and nobody's tripping off of anything. So I enjoyed that. Like it wasn't 
over the top and it was still fun. I enjoyed that I, a lot. I'm definitely going to go back and listen. I promise. I'm glad I caught you. When I do that live stream, ladies, I want y'all to come over there because there's so much ups and downs with that IVF, honey. It's, it's definitely. You know awesome. what, girl? Let us interview you about your process at some point. Oh, I would love Anytime I would love to. I got the. I still got all the because it's so expensive. Childhood medication. Alone. Yeah, I know. I because I like. I I know somebody personally, um, who was going through the process itself, and <laughs> they went through a lot. A lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I, and you would be, and I'm a, I promise I, I'm not going to be too long winded, but you'd be surprised the emotional toll. There were times where me and him were crying. There were times where we were full of joy. It's, it's a lot of ups and downs because there's no guarantee that it's going to work. First of all, you, it's, first of all, I just want to say this because I've said this before to women. A lot of, we get lied to thinking we can just, that it's easy and we can be like Janet Jackson, 60 years old, have a baby. Well, we don't have Janet Jackson money. This this thing is expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we damn near went broke. We damn near went broke, but we wanted a baby just that much. But you do have to, it does take some planning. You do have to sacrifice. Like I wanted a new car and I sacrificed that because I wanted the baby more. And then um, there's no guarantee that it's going to be successful or it might start off successful and things might fall off. So it's definitely a journey. I, my weight went up and down. My hormones was up and down, honey. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. I, oh, yeah, girl, that's going to be a good interview because I'm coming up with questions like right now that I'm like, well, what about this? What about that? Oh, we're going to have to I'll say. Be glad I'll, to say I'll be glad to yeah, tell you. Yeah, that would be, that's going to be really interesting Um, because, and then you don't hear about a lot of black women um, being into IVF at all. Um, so that's the issue. That's the issue. I just want to say this too. A lot of us don't know. A lot of us don't donate. And then let me tell you, there's a lot of money You in college. I'm just saying there's a lot of money and you can help a family that wants to have a kid. We have, we give a lot of eggs. We shed a lot of eggs that we don't use that could be used to help somebody. I got so much to educate about this. I would love to do the show. Yes. We have to get off into that. Definitely. Um, Because we don't hear that perspective at all. We generally hear from white women and it's usually celebrity white women on the news. You know what I'm saying? Kim Kardashian or somebody or somebody uh, getting a surrogate or something. We don't hear anything uh, from our own communities about it. So it's expensive. That's why. And uh, you have to take out. Well, you don't have to take out a loan, but we took out a loan for it. And we um, thank we're just we are. I just want to say, I guess we're blessed because I don't like to brag about boasting because I've been up and down. Um, but we're blessed to where we we put some money aside so we could afford it. Well, good, 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 good. Because, yeah, it, it's a lot. Um, dang, Mahogany, girl. That's interesting. That is really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Black-owned world, do you have a channel? I do, actually. Yep, uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube, of course. Uh, my channel is called Black Owned World. I do reviews of products from Black Owned businesses as well. Oh, as Oh, I got one for you to do. Yeah. Oh, really? What you what you got for me? Um, I have my one of my really really uh, well, she's like a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a black hair luxury hair care brand, and it's called uh, uh, Hair Luxury. Um. Hair luxury. Let me see if I can post the link. Yeah. 
Definitely. Um, and she's she's not like a, a little one two. She's really branded, uh, really trying to do her thing. She uh, was just a vendor at Essence Festival okay. this year. Um, so she's really out there doing her thing. And if you review them, she has excellent, excellent hair care products that actually up. grow hair. And she's a scientist. So, mm -hmm. and all of her stuff is black owned. So she got her stamps, all that good stuff. So, That's yeah. What's up. yeah, um, yeah. Let me I like doing you. interviews with uh, business owners and entrepreneurs as well. Uh, I just did one with a uh, black owned diaper brand called uh, Ello Puppet. That's what Ello Puppet. And, uh, it's fun. It's fun. The whole point of the channel is to really get us to start supporting our black-owned businesses and help break down some of the stigmas out there. A lot of people think automatically, oh, black-owned, that's cheap, That's the quality ain't there. But we, I, ever since I started this journey, I thought I was going to run into that issue a lot more. Turns out there are a lot of great quality black-owned businesses out there. I just want to put them out there so that people can can support them and then in return have our businesses support us so that whenever a problem comes up, we're not always trying to uh, run to big daddy government to fix all our issues. We'll have the funds within our community to help ourselves out. Okay. I posted it in our chat. Um, so, and it, it's on Facebook, but she's also on Instagram and um, mm -hmm. yeah, she's a lot of different places, but her and her, uh, one of her friends, they, started up a hair a luxury hair care line for black women and it's dope so all right yeah I, I got it plugged in i'm gonna check them out it's it's tough with hair care for me i got you but she does have, have stuff much. for men you know they all oh, got some stuff for me okay then definitely yeah yeah she's got some stuff for men so if you get mm -hmm. a chance uh check it out and tell her i sent you because that's what we do um do you have any final thoughts your uh black owned world Oh man, uh, not really, not much. Uh, I remember earlier y'all talking a lot about uh, brothers traveling overseas, meeting women and whatnot, getting women. Come on, man, come man. on, come don't, on, don't come do on, that, MGTOW. He is oh. already engaged to a nice woman who knows yeah, how to right. cook mm -hmm. and who's willing trouble. to take care of him and look after him and and, and and be his queen. That's right, concrete. Like old world, I see mm. that smile. Come on, man. <laughs> if you change your mind, did y'all talk about Japan? We no, nah, we ain't gonna talk about Japan no, today, <laughs> Black on World, because no, somebody got to go. We talked about it in the past, though, but not today. Well, uh, thanks for having me, though. I, I really appreciate it, and I, I enjoy the convo. Thank we you enjoy you it. Definitely don't be a stranger. Yeah, all right, all right. Through, cause uh, concrete always keeping a mess over here, honey. You ain't yeah. gonna never have no boring <laughs> show, like ever. <laughs> ever she uh, always in the middle of something and i have to just sit here and take it uh, so mm. but uh, thank you black owned world we'll see you next time thank you and i'm checking out your channel right now this channel looks real dope y'all i'm definitely going to subscribe by the way oh, thank you if y'all could post his link in the chat so um, okay yeah, yeah post that man's link subscribe in the chat and so like Oh, subscribe and shout out to Mahogany with a super chat. Thank you, lady, because we need you there. Yeah. No, you you guys always support me. So anytime I can catch you, I'm excited. And yeah, I'm just uh, thank you for being thank so supportive. You, Mahogany, you're such a doll. She love is. Her. Love her. This. Well, do you have any final thoughts, Mahogany? 
Oh, no, I got it all out. I'm going to catch the replay, but I enjoy myself every time I come over here with y'all. Thank you, boo. Definitely catch the replay. It was was very interesting, especially, like, getting off into the actual topic and even our prelude. Like, we talked a bit about... um, quite a few things before like leading up to the topic and we have some interesting combos so catch the replay for sure yes i will okay okay um and if you guys haven't subscribed to mahogany because we don't ever plug mahogany like we need to honey absolutely uh, go check out mahogany honey um mahogany is gonna show you how to make some candles Cut your ass out and fix you a picture smoothie. It's a good day. <laughs> Baby, I love mahogany, honey. Listen, it's only a few people that I like to see drag on here. Mm-hmm. Baby, when I say I be like, oh, she getting ready to drag. Curly, oh. go grab the Hennessy. <laughs> and we be about to get his up. link, though. Get his link, y'all, because um. I guess I'm on Sister George's channel instead of the other channel, and I don't have a wrench. That's fine, but get his get his link, y'all. If you yeah, if you're still in the chat, um, drop the link. I'm gonna see if I can um get to it though too in the meantime, and I'll drop it if so. Yeah, but honey, we enjoy us some mahogany, honey. Absolutely. Yes, honey. So okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, mahogany. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, y'all giving me life right now, but getting some wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Enjoy uh, your evening, Mahogany. You too. Peace, y'all. Bye bye. Right, bye, lady. Okay. MGTOW Universe. What's up? That's our friend. What's up, MGTOW? Not much. Going good. MGTOW. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to do better next time, MGTOW. I'm not. Your next I, visit my, out the my goal was not. MGTOW, don't bring your ass back here, assless MGTOW. Oh MGTOW. MGTOW had I had like I you know, you like the uh the the great black hope. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to show black us this MGTOW shit in action now. <laughs> like, a, I wasn't I wasn't on that this trail. I really wasn't. MGTOW. I know you wasn't going out there to be friends with these hoes. No. MGTOW. No. No, it really was just getting familiar with the environment. That was the goal. So how come you ain't going to do the same thing in Venezuela? Well, I haven't gotten to Venezuela yet. And I don't know if I can because the visa process, I hear, is is a lot. um, It's really difficult. Okay. But if I do, then... Yeah, I mean, Venezuela is like the next city of gold as far as women are concerned. MGTOW, if you need some help. Uh, Don't talk about Mississippi no more. No, I was just going to try to get you some ass in Venezuela. I was just going to tell you don't be scared. Scared of what? I mean, don't be scared to talk to the host. I'm not not afraid. Okay. But yeah, uh, city boys. Uh, first of all, thank you, uh, Sister George, and uh, Why, for another SYS for, for another SYSBM oh, no, production. No. Yes, <laughs> thank you for doing your part in the SYSBM movement. I greatly appreciate it. Listen, um, I'm here to help. Damn it, City Boys. Um, I, I 
Yeah, yeah. Notice old dude was smiling when he started talking about uh, foreign countries. That's all he was smiling when he was talking about his fiance too. Don't front on him. Uh. <laughs> Don't front on him. I he am was, here. He was smiling. He was smiling like shit. He was like, "I yeah, I, I wanted to wipe that ass up. I had to get her out of there quickly, expeditiously." Mm. Wait. He's he like, sees. "I ain't even meet all her kids, and I still wanted to get with her." Wait till mm. he sees the Venezuelan women that are it. in Colombia. Um, fellas, please, please, please get your passport. Um, you don't need no passport. When I tell you that there are venezuelan women he ain't even met him yet how he gonna tell you about political him? asylum and he couldn't even tell you what the colombian ass was hitting for he don't know and if you make forty two thousand dollars a year you ain't got to worry about a venezuelan woman talking about she go, she need to go to work because according to big truck they only make 33 cents a month i think it's more like 20 to 30 dollars a month uh so you can leverage your united states dollar dollars to the highest degree um Check out the channel Ace Live. He gives you the blueprint without actually giving you the blueprint. Um, but yes, please, please. Um, and, and seriously, the Colombian people, uh, it's not just the Colombian women. It's Colombian, uh, the people themselves just make you feel welcome. Um, Except have... for today, Cooch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if they're, even, even if. Even if I'm trying to, under, I'm trying to think about like how they would. Anyways, I, I didn't, I don't, have, I'm not gonna have a problem. But um, Colombia is the country to go to. I went to Barranquita. Uh, I wouldn't recommend Medellin or Cali. I've only heard bad things about those places. But Barranquita, Venezuela is next one up. Um, if you have a visa to go to Venezuela now, go there. There's women waiting on you. Um, he don't know. Can you imagine? I'm going to tell you who is waiting for you, though. Oh, God. Brenda down there at the gas station with that good ass fried chicken. Brenda could She down go, there waiting no. on you. She down there with a hot meal I'm and some fresh dig. ass biscuits. And she know how to make rice. Mm. There's a, there are plenty of young 20 something. I know Venezuela. you want a fried pork chop with some Listen, rice and gravy. They, they ain't got nothing on Miss Brenda. I can, I can assure you. I know you on. want some oxtails and rice. Maria I know Kalern. you do. Maria Kalern. Maria it ain't going to taste like Miss Brenda's. Show me. Miss uh, Brenda put her foot in that pot. That's okay. I know you want some hot water cornbread to eat them greens with. I know you do. There's a young 20-something-year-old Venezuelan uh, street vendor. I know you want some gumbo. For I know you, you want some gumbo. I know you your do. Wife, she's not gonna give you any problems. She's gonna smile on your face all the time. She ain't got no kids that he know of. That he knows of. I'll be fair. <laughs> I'll be fair because the the single mom rate is kind of fucking high down there. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I got y'all got any more questions for me? Because I know y'all do. I just want you to be able to get you some gumbo and I don't I don't even I've never eaten gumbo like that. Then mm -hmm. you don't know what you're missing already. And you trying to go over to the other place trying to figure out which you searching for what's already inside the state. The only we time I had gumbo now. is it turned me off because I had okra in that and I really don't like okra at all. Oh, um, why don't you like okra? You don't like okra is slimy. Yeah, it's good for your your yeah, intestines. I'm sure it is, but I it's, hate okra, it's slimy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's disgusting. Oh, I love no. okra. The texture. Yeah, mm -hmm. that that the texture really ain't it. 
Okay. We'll get you yeah. some chicken gumbo and collard. So yeah. Day. Uh black owned world. Come on, man. Come on over to my channel. If you want to learn more about this SYSBM thing? <sighs> he don't need to learn about no SYSBM thing. I don't he know already, much about Japan, but we can get up. into it. Uh we can certainly certainly talk about Thailand. Y'all already know what's going on with these Sri Lankan women. Um you gotta know about the uh situation. Uh I'm sure that's gonna be another good country uh to travel to, maybe, probably not now. Oh, with things calmed down somewhat. Uh, yeah. Mm. Y'all know, y'all know the topics y'all started out with. It makes if if those laws come into action, mm -hmm. like SYSBM is going to be like inevitable. Because men are not even men. Oh, the men, child you know, support and yeah. the, um. Okay. Even if men want pussy that much, they I mean at some point you're gonna they have to be like, come on, man, this is too much. So what y'all gonna go do? Uh, screw the women in other countries and get them pregnant and leave? Never mind. Yeah, I know Ooh. how men do. We can talk about. Yeah, I know how men do. <laughs> how most men do, not all, of course. But you know, they ain't trying to get married. They just trying to, you know, they trying to spread. They see long and far. They'll leverage their money to do that. I'm not telling y'all anything y'all don't know. Also, facts. Um, you know, who? What man don't want to have 200 kids that he doesn't take care of? But you uh, know. Uh, yeah. Well, all right, all right. Well, uh, oh yeah. Um, y'all was asking me about a topic about uh, what was it? Uh, crap. The word is on the tip of my tongue. Um, vetting. Um, I, I y'all was asking me about that. Yeah, we still need to do a show about vetting. Um. Cause yeah, MGTOW, we gonna we gonna make some goddamn content. Yeah, we gonna make us some content. We need that. Um, we should do that. We should do a show about betting. Cause MGTOW, I just don't think you vetting right. I I just don't. I I think I don't know. I I I need to do an assessment. I'ma consult the ancestors and we gonna see uh what's going on. Vetting vetting only works for short term though. That's only for low low hanging free and yeah we gonna talk fruit. about that we ain't even about to get off into it but we gonna talk about it because he tried to bait us into this I shit. completely saw disagree. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, but I do thank y'all um, so much. I can't wait to the next live stream um, so I can continue to recruit. Thank you all so much, and you all have a good <laughs> oh night. Oh my god! Thank you, Mick. Bye, Mick. Concrete. Uh, I don't have much. Um, this was a very good conversation to have. Um, I enjoyed highlighting the, the things about dominant women and henpeck men and, and even just kind of exploring the dynamics of the relationship and talking about how it affects other parties, be it the children, their, um, the friends of partners, the family members of partners, and also, you know, talking about um, how and if it can be overcome and um, highlighting some examples for people to choose from and also painting a list of traits that um, uh, some of these 10 peck men have so that some of those listening might be able to pinpoint if they fit into the category. So, yeah, it was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. That's all I got. Yes, girl. That was good. That was good. That was good. 
Um, well, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. We enjoyed y'all. Y'all kept me hollering and y'all messy as hell in the chat. Y'all so messy, but um, I enjoyed it nonetheless. Um, everybody have a great night and we'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. We're out. Peace.